Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the... Brocast! And sitting across all the way in his house once again, give it up for my bro, he's your bro. Give it up for Alan. Como esta, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. It is your bro, Alan. Hello, everyone. Thomas, how are you? Bro, I could be better. I've been sick. Yeah. Uh, I've been sick since last Sunday with a really bad cough, cold, not a flu thing, but more just a really bad body aches when you get a fever. Yep. Started with my daughter and then it went to me and then it went to my teenage sons. So, um, all, all I have to say for that is Zangaya and pull out no. a giant knife and chop off one of your arms. It's a bloody monkey, mate. It's a monkey. I was having sex with a monkey. No, <laughs> no, actually, really quickly, while we're yeah. talking, I just want to show you something. Uh, uh, yes, again. it's a pod. Yes, it's a podcast. I know. But I hate I this. I hate when he does this, guys. It was the camera there. That's. I got a text back. I have been negative to COVID nineteen. So. Oh, you went yeah. for a test, did you? Yeah, I went on a test on uh, Wednesday to now, find did- out. So did you take one of those like bone marrow thing the nose? Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like you know the earbud you put in when you want to clean your ear. It's yeah. one of them, but like two times bigger. Yeah. And it first goes down the throat first. Oh. They go down the throat. They wriggle around the throat, then they take it out, and they get another one and go right up, almost to like your eyeball, when they stick it up, you know. Mm, mm. And my son went first, and he's like, "Is it gonna hurt?" I said, "You'll be fine." And he goes, "Hike!" When they do the throat <coughs> one, and then <clears throat> when they do the nose one, and I'm like, "Oh, Matt!" <laughs> In my turn, I just didn't really have a problem going down the throat. So, wait, <sighs> wait, <a minute. laughs> wait. Wait a minute. This is the reason why you're sick. Okay, I yeah. think you didn't even go to a doctor. I think you just went to a guy in in, in an alley. Yes, Could I am you a COVID me? man. Could I'll you tra- treat me? I'll treat you any way you want, mate. Come over here. Oh, I right. got this. I got this bone marrow, but you have to close your eyes. 
Two hands. Two hands. No peeking. No peeking, love. <laughs> no, Next I minute, you know, you've got something down your throat and up your nose. Jesus Christ. Uh, when will I get the results back? Um, it'll cost you $600. <laughs> the government said it was free. I am the government. The city is for everybody. And oh, I am the man. government. Uh, yeah, no, I got it done and I got the results back. I got a text today telling me. They said, if you get a phone call, you're positive. If you get a text, you shouldn't. And I'm like, okay. And I had a missed call yesterday and I'm like, oh, damn it. Called oh, the mobile number back and it did, no one answered. So I was so like, you, do, do I have it or not? So I need you, to know. You shit your pants a little bit thinking, <gasps> I might have it. Yeah. Well, so, but no, it wasn't all good. So, great but I'm hear. better. So I might be a bit sniffly, guys, during the show. So just be trying to get rid of it so well this is a big one guys this is a big show for us isn't it tommy why is that al you tell me why well number one we're up to 65 episodes guys we have been in your ears car stereos google play however you listen to podcasting we are up to 65 episodes now one i think i only got to about 30 episodes of my previous podcast of the uh low cut crew cast Maybe my even my own personal podcast I did. I think I did about ten episodes. This one here is quite monumental because we're making it to sixty-five. Mm. Yeah, but we're also doing TNA again. Yes, yes, yes. That's I can right. see Alan's excited. He looks excited there. I am. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I um, previous podcasts I've um, on the show I've given TNA lots and lots of grief, uh, given a lot of shit, and tonight um, I think I might change my tune. I will say the show that we're about to do it does have its ups, but it has its downs as well, and it's a very good show I find from top to bottom. It was very highly regarded in terms of its star rating, mm-hmm. some really good matchups. But before we actually talk about that show, guys, in regards to this show, you can download all 64 episodes on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, CastBox, Castro, and a range of different podcast networks. You can interact uh, with us on Twitter at TheBroCast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also check us out on Instagram at the Broadcast Podcast. Now, this is actually wrestling companion number 43. So to think, when we started this show, there really wasn't a companion aspect to it. For the first 10 episodes, we kind of just met together and just really talked about what was going on in our lives, from being dads and talking about games and movies, and then it progressed to a companion idea, and it was first doing movies. We used to watch films. We did. And just do some film companions. We'll just go back and have a laugh at, like, you know, Ghostbusters and Batman and, what is it, Tusk and Beetlejuice and Beyond the Mat and other films like that, and then started doing wrestling companions and for what the last nearly year and a bit we've been doing wrestling which has been great yes now this time we're actually traveling back to a show that took place 14 years ago guys we are talking about tna slammiversary uh, 2006 and this is actually main evented by one of my favorite wrestlers one person that actually recently returned uh, on raw this week we're talking about christian cage and he's actually defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Jeff Jarrett, Abyss, Ron the Truth Killings, and Sting in the second King of the Mountain match. Uh, also on the show, we got AJ Styles and Daniels taking on the America's Most Wanted for the NWA World Tag Team titles, and also Samoa Joe and Scott Steiner 
facing off for the first time ever. Oh. And this is when Joe has been in uh, TNA for over one year and was undefeated for over 360-plus days. So this event took place on June 18th, 2006, and we are actually watching this on the InPlac Plus app, L. And how do you, you found that network, using it for the first time? Well, um, after you sent me the link and the actual show that we were going to do about um, a couple of days ago, I found the Impact Plus app. Found, I'm using my computer at this moment, but at the time when I used it on my phone, I found it quite easy to use. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to, it sounds like I'm shell, you know, giving out some money. Hey, if you want to pay me, I'll shelve this like no tomorrow. <laughs> I will haul myself out to the TNA uh, Impact Plus network. Um it was very easy to find, and then pretty much right down here, they give you all the information that you need to talk about, what we're talking about today, and there's the previous shows. Um, it's like the WWE Network, but again, I haven't been using that as much of late, uh, and that's my own personal reasons, because I'm not really dig digging on what's going on with the product right now. And I think one thing with the uh, TNA Impact Plus, it's literally got every show they've ever done. Like mm -hmm. all the way from the Asylum days in 2002. One thing I have noticed recently, though, there's some content that's missing. Yes. And maybe because they're not putting it on there yet, but there's a, probably a couple of years that aren't there yet. But there's so many shows. There's also a folder called Indie at the very top there now. And that's okay. a lot of independent promotions that they partner with. They put up all their stuff. It's very similar to the Power Slam Wrestling Network, guys, that you can check out. And if you use the promotional code Broadcast Free, get yourself a free month on the broadcast. Yeah, um, do it. Are we ready to start, L, are we? Well, guys, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to go into the uh, TNA Impact Plus TV. You go into and at the top it says the details. I, actually, I'm using my computer for to this. So what you want to do is go into the app or whatever you're using, type in TNA Slammiversary 2006 and get ready to hit play because we are on the – Tom, are you on the 000? Yep, exactly. Mark? Yep. All right. We'll give you guys a countdown, and then let's start the show in three, two, one, go. Oh, I love it. This is TNA. But here they say it's TNA, the new face of wrestling. Yeah. And then it used to be TNA, we are wrestling. And they would have that old school TNA music playing in the background, and then it would, and then get a bit of hardcore grunge. And what do you think there? I'll kick them out and kick us off the opening promo. Bring it on. Bring it on. It sounds like I might be trying to hang some crap on it. I think I, just because I never watched it and really understood it. So now, no. Nah. Jerry's got the guitar. So this was the first one, was it? So that one there took place in 2004, I think it was. And that was actually on the just an impact show they did. That was just a normal weekly pay-per-view. And that okay. was Ron the Truth Killings going in as champion. And that one was Jeff Jarrett winning the championship. Uh, this is now – the thing about what's interesting about this match too is it's they've actually done it not only for the men's championship, but they also have done it for the X Division title. And there was okay. one same anniversary where they had two King of the Mountains in one night, one for the X Division and also one for the um, NWA title or TNA title before they oh, changed okay. over. Okay. And side note, too, just, to, just to correct myself, it's actually the third one because there was one in 04, 05, and now 06. So each year. Yeah. Very similar to the WWE doing the, uh, say, Hell in a Cell or yep. uh, Elimination Chamber. 
Now, the name Slammiversary really plays on an anniversary because this is technically the fourth year anniversary of TNA tonight. Okay. So they started in June, which was the show that we covered, guys, last year for TNA May, where we covered the very first NWA TNA pay-per-view, uh, which took place in the uh, the Asylum Times, which was, what, Jeff Jarrett, Scott Hall, Ken Shamrock, and a range of uh, veterans and legends in the gauntlet for the gold yes. for the vacant NWA title. Um, also had, what, the midget match, which was the star of my card that I really enjoyed, El. That scared Tito me. And Hollywood. Yeah, that scared, that scared me that much. Yeah. We watched it together, actually, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Right. Well, this is where people, if you have been checking us out for the last few months, we actually haven't been together in the same room doing this show since uh, January. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Well, um, and how are you going with all that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it sucks because I kind of I love coming together. It's just it's easier, I think, with, you know, just the the editing and stuff like that uh, with sound levels and things. But, you know, in time, we'll find out more. I know that if you've checked out the news, guys, locally for Australia, we've actually had some lessening of restrictions. But what we're slowly starting to see now, though, is an actual uh, second wave potentially coming again. Uh, and I look like I'm probably not going to go to work till probably end of July. So Alan's rocking out over here. What are you doing? Sorry. Sorry. I had just heard grunge music and I had to just... <laughs> And there's core, the voice. Core, core, core. <laughs> Bit of Mike Tanay, the um, Iron Mike Tanay. And Don West. Oh, they were so happy. Ooh, so I'm just going to pull up some of the previous events so you can know uh, how the actual... How so did we get Christian here? Cage actually won the championship in February at the pay-per-view called Against All Odds. He won the title on February 12th against Jeff Jarrett. Oh, look out. Uh, went on to defend the title for many months. Yep. So our opening match is our Bingo Hall Brawl. This is entitled. This is the James Gang, which is uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn, or going by the name of BG James and Kip James, yep. taking on uh, Bully Ray. Going then as I think his was called Bubba Ray or a different name he had at this time period and Devon Dudley. Oh God! Now this is again this is you know if you think about it, this is our era that we used to watch you know late nineties you know World Wrestling Federation Dudley Boys New Age Outlaws for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. I remember when the Dudleys first made it into the WWE they took on the New Age Outlaws and they broke Billy Gunn's arm. Yeah, it was No Way Out two thousand. That's right. When they won the tag belts. Oh. We see a duel of fates here. Check this out with the chairs. Yeah. Crack. Crack. Oh. What do you think of Slick Johnson's old school referee look for our opening match here? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I like the shoes he's wearing, the new balance. Oh. So the dark match just before oh, this stick. was uh, Team Canada took on the Naturals, and I'll touch on those two teams a little bit later on the show because there's some great, uh, great talent there. So this oh. is yeah the Bingo Hall brawl. So originally, what I was trying to go back and read is what was who was the heel and face, and Dudley Boys usually are the main faces that we yeah. have. They actually debuted in TNA assisting Rhino about six or so months earlier to this yeah. after leaving the WWE. Uh, the James Gang were actually faces at the start of the year. They were a few against LAX. 
Yeah. And they actually had Bullet Bob Armstrong, you know, Road Dogg's, uh, you know, I think his father or um, uncle, I think, actually side with them. And they took on Conan and Hernandez and Homicide yep. of LAX in a steel cage matchup earlier that year. Now, watch Bobby here. Smashes the pole. Look at the kindo stick to snap in half. Oh, Jesus. But what do you reckon? Would you like to see an opening X Division matchup or a good hardcore tag team match to kick it off? Um, well, this is like sort of the new stage of um, TNA, wasn't it? Well, again, the X Division was the main thing that always would kick off. It was like the WCW Cruiserweight title. It was always the yes. main thing to kick it off. Yes. Um, but I think at this time, they were bringing in a lot of outside stars. Yes. Ring of Honor, WWE, a lot of guys coming in. Look at this here, LAX now jumping on Devon. Oh. We've got Big Hernandez there. We've got Homicide in the red and white, and there's Conan directing it. And look at BG. He's like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, bash him up. Yeah, you're working with me? Thumbs up? Yeah, fist pump. Watch Conan. Yeah. Just punch him in the face. Oh. Conan looks like me on the weekends. <laughs> same shirt. Yeah, I've got the same shirt. That's fun. That's cool. And for those who are watching the old TNA, you know that Conan and BJ used to be a team. They were the three live crew with uh, I do remember the that. Killings. I do remember that, yes. And then Kip joined the team and they became the four live crew. Ah. Now look at this, Al. The guardrail. What is Bubba doing here with the guardrail? With the, <laughs> the gate? Oh, this looks violent. This looks very violent. Love the rampway. The big tunnel ramp, but they actually oh. used to have two of them. They used to have one for the heels, one for the faces in the old time as well. But that's what they do on Dynamite now too. Yeah. Here we go. Watch this. Bubba goes near the guardrail. Ooh. Watch Billy Gunn. Watch the hip toss. Here we go. Oh no. Oh. On oh. the guardrail. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh. He's big boy too, Bubba. At this time. Yeah, he's quite uh, on the. He goes road dog. The... Watch this over the top of the guardrail. Yeah, clothesline. Listen, that crowd. DNA, DNA. So with, so with TNA, we ended up getting it, I think it was around 03, 04, the pay-per-views became available in Australia. Mm-hmm. It was a show that you can actually watch on the network where they kick it off with an actual introduction by Mike Tenay saying that this is airing in Australia for the first time. Yes. Um, that's when Jeff Jarrett was actually a face and Vince Russo was there. Now, is Russo here at this time? No, he's not. All right. Okay. I think he may have been a booker, but not on-screen talent. He's just okay. a backstage guy. Um, so, again, like to think, we've only covered, this was only our second TNA show, which was, what, four years between that one and this one. Was that? The, see the fans that, here? That's a fan with the steel chair. Yeah, look, he's holding up the chair, Bubba's throwing Road Dog into it. <coughs> Bit of a 3D champ, but they're not. Oh, okay, thanks, Billy Gunn. He tried on that one. Oh, there we go. That's so, they, so they couldn't use the name uh, Bubba Ray and Devon. So they yes. were simply called, there was Brother Ray, which was Bubba's name, and yes. Brother Devon, and the name okay. was Team 3D because okay. they couldn't use the name Dudley Boys. So really at all, they never even dropped the name Dudley Boys. Yep. Um, so they still did the 3D finisher. There was the Dudleyville device, but they would just say it Doomsday instead of saying Dudleyville device. Yeah, of course. And then when Spike Dudley ended up coming across years later, he came in as Little Runt or Brother Runt was yes. the name that he had. And 
And the thing is, I think uh, BG James, so Road Dog was here for a long time. And, like, if you know, he's in WWE now as a backstage agent, but he was with TNA for many, many years. Yes. In the early stages. There's a trash can in, yep. Well, he left oh. when WWE let him go because of his drugs, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he left. That would have been the late, oh no, early 2000s, because he ended up traveling the world and doing the uh, World Wrestling All Star shows in Australia. Yes. Also did some other events and then wow. joined TNA very quickly into the new part when it first started, fighting wow. against um, Jeff Jarrett. Where did the Brazier <laughs> came from? Is that one of Velvet, Velvet Skies? Oh, Cheese Grater. Yep. <clears throat> Shades oh, of ECW here in One Night Stand. Oh, I thought he was going to go for his ass then. But it was a low blow. Was, Watch this know. here in the corner. Watch this. Ouch! Goes for the Stinger-style splash, eh, and then smash in the face. Oh. And also, too, One Night Stand 06 was happening, I think only a few days before this, which is what we've also covered in the TBK vault that was mm-hmm. featured with the uh, Rob Van Dam defeating John Cena to become the new WWE champion. You also have, what, Dreamer and Funk taking on, who was that, um, Edge and Foley? Edge. Yeah, great show, guys. And here's the grading. Oh. 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 I was reading a thing recently talking about, uh, you know, Kip James being in um, AEW. Yes. And how he can't use the name Billy Gunn at all. Yes. Um, but he can say, like, I think he's calling himself, like, the Gun Club or something like that. His son and himself are calling themselves that as a team. But he can't use the word Billy Gunn. So MJF oh. recently would just call him Billy. Yes. But they wouldn't say Billy Gunn. They're actually not allowed to do that, which is weird. Did your screen go black then? Did it's they have like a, a no, they, they, they all, yeah, it's a commercial thing they do. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. No problem. I was freaked out then. Here we go. The old one side headbutt. Such a an old school move. They've been doing it for years. Chin to the di- Oh, my God. He, that's smart. That's smart. And the thing of these got? teams, like, you know, you look at Team 3D, they end oh, up no. did going to oh, the golf club. Oh. oh. This is, like, what, similar to our last month where we saw it with Kevin Sullivan. In, in the words of my son, right in the penis, Dad. Right in the penis. <laughs> That's my son's favourite word of late. Oh, famous hey, of. Hey, Dad, yeah. look at a penis. Yes, mate. Thank you very much. I've discovered a new word. Penis. I like that he actually calls it by this correct terminology yep but well, we call it we call it a pip here on our show but uh no we don't <laughs> if we Big started off. saying hashtag c penis it'll be weird hashtag dong style <laughs> dong meat Do- oh god <laughs> hashtag get your dong on <laughs> oh, look at billy gun bust look at the crimson, hair and everything crimson boy a baking sheet I love the tripod oh. camera then because that would that was, that was really cool because I used to film it doing a 360 camera spin when they were cut to the audience. You know, I, I just noticed the ring there. It's yep. the this is the six sided ring, not six the four sided. Yeah, yep. I, I'm going to say to this to you guys: this is the first time of actually watching a TNA show with the um, six sided ring. Really? I've never watched this before. Oh wow! Yeah. Because when Hogan came back in uh, 2010, he actually removed the six-sided ring. Mm-hmm. One of his first order of business is to go back to a traditional four sides. They did bring it back. They brought it back for Destination X, which was an old TNA X Division style pay-per-view. But yep. it was a one-stop thing. Did Bubba Ray throw a bra out of the ring? I think he did. Yeah. I think he threw it yeah. to the crowd, yeah. Uh, why? Whose bra? 
Dixies? Uh, well. <laughs> oh! Do you hear the crowd? We want it? fire. We want fire. One of the bunch of sickos. I love it. Yep. Shades of the, what, the, the previous event of the, yep. uh, uh, it was One Night Stand. Where the are they tonight? Year. Orlando, Florida. That's where they tape their shows, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's gone for the one Billy Gunn um, manoeuvre. <gasps> 3D! Keanu, here Is we go. It? Look at the height. That, that was terrific one, height. Two. Oh, wow. What a great start to the night. The good guys win. It was just happy. a brawl, though, for what? Nine minutes of just a brawl. So that was 10 minutes, 19 seconds, guys. First match down, Team 3D defeats the James Gang. All up in total, we have a total of seven matches on the pay-per-view. One was pre-showed. Yep. Uh, we only have two championships, though, because this was prior to having the women's championship. That would come a few years later. That took yeah. place at Bound for Glory. Is there a women's match on tonight? Uh, on the card? No, there isn't. It does feature a, a, a bit in a match where there's women fighting but there's okay. not an actual one-on-one -on -one contest with two women okay. or a tag match. It would be good to even cover one day. There's actually a few shows. They actually did an all-women's one-night stand, or they called it uh, One Night Only. That was prior to WWE doing Evolution, the all-women show. The TNA did that. I think yeah, it was, was around it, 13, 14 they did that. Was it taken serious, or was it just pure eye candy? Uh, a mixture of both. Okay. It was bringing the past and the current wrestlers because, again, What's... there was just more valet. Bubba Ray's got the mic. Yeah. That's how it should be done. And then just that's chucks the mic away, and that's it. <laughs> walks away. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Death, taxes, and tables. Look at the James gang. Now we're right. There's Don West, Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay and Don West. I was having a listen to one of the old, because uh, I'm still trying to catch up on what happened when. I'm up to about mid-90s now. Yep. And I was listening to a bit of a story that Tony was talking about Tanae. You know, that he actually caught up with Tanae a few years ago and have a bit of a conversation because he was removed from TNA just like that, just released from his contract after all those years. It's just time to move on. Kevin Nash and Kip Sabian. No, uh, Chris Sabian. Oh, Chris Sabian, sorry. Yeah. From X Division. This is Motor City Machine Guns prior oh. to them. Styles and very and good matchup this year. Very, very Ooh. good matchup. Match of the night. And they're calling it last chance is because oh, AMW where the heels have had multiple defenses against Styles and Daniels, and something always stopped Daniels and Styles from winning. So they've said we'll give you one more shot. If you can't beat us, you don't get another shot for as long as we're champions. And there's our Ooh. main event breakdown. The ten pounds yeah. of gold there on Christian Cage. Now, at this time, is this still under Jerry Jarrett's uh, yep. name? Yeah, yep. well, I think he's winning tonight. Oh, come on, Al. Come on. Give Sting a chance, Al. Give Sting no. or Ron Killings. No, this is the man I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about Jeremy Broadash. I'm talking about, yeah. He's one Jeff of the Jer biggest heels, though. Like At this time period, the heat that he gets... He doesn't even need to say anything, and the crowd hate him. Like, he's the, the biggest heel that TNA had so with Jeff Jarrett. So he's a bad guy here. Oh, massive. Massive, oh. yeah. He kind of, like, when he started in the company in 02, he was a heel. Around 03, he became a face and was back and forth between it. Mm. And then at this time period, he was a heel. Mm. But this promo that he cuts here is very, very passionate and actually gets the crowd to cheer him. Oh, okay. He's more talking about the fact that 
no one gave this company six weeks to run, but mm-hmm. I stuck in there and did it. When all okay. the, you know, when everything's all tough and everything's going to break, I'm the one standing here. I'm the one doing all the hard work. Okay. So kind of like he's a heel, but he's getting the fan to like the fact that we've brought to this moment. So looking at here, Ron the Truth Killing is heel or face? He's going in as a face now, former NWA champion. Yep. Christian? Face, NWA current champion. Sting? Face, for, uh, no, hasn't won the belt. Abyss? Heel with James Mitchell, only been a tag champ. And Jarrett? Uh, he's been yeah. a multi-time NWA champ, yeah. Of course. And he, my money's on him because I don't know the results of this. I haven't looked at anything up. My money's on him. Well, I'll just give you this. Every single person in the match at one point has won the title in their career. Okay. So it could be tonight they won it, but I know that every single person at one point in their NWA TNA career had won the world championship. I know that, yeah, I know that Jeff Jarrett's won it, and I know Christian Cage has won it because he's yep. got the title here. Ron the Truth Killings, because you said. Um, I, I do know Abyss won it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you one spoiler. He doesn't win the night's main event, but he's the only person from I can see in history that won the belt by DQ. Yeah. He had a match against Sting where Sting was disqualified, but part of the stipulation being that James Mitchell put in, if Sting gets himself disqualified, Abyss could win the title. And as they were fighting on the rampway, Sting sent him off through tacks and tables. And as the referee rang the bell out, Abyss was granted the world championship. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was a very short reign. There's only about a month and a bit he dropped it. Okay. Man, he's talking. Let's go. Let's get back to some wrestling action. Let's go, man. Well, what he's mainly talking about, there's, there's, a, there's kind of little feuds going on in between the main event, but the big one was Sting and Christian Cage. So <sighs> when so Christian was the one that actually brought Sting into TNA, that brought him back. You need to come back, Sting. You need to bring him back there. So when Sting finally <clears throat> came back, his main goal was, my only goal is to rid Jeff Jarrett from TNA. So people like Christian can be the next stars and people like Jarrett can get out. Sorry to interrupt, but Larry Sabisco just rocked up. Larry Sabisco's tie is amazing. Have a look what it is. <laughs> what the? What is it? The Three Stooges. I don't know. You can see Mo on top there, Curly. I heard that uh, from Shivani on most of his shows that he's done that um, Larry Sabisco was a huge mark for the Three Stooges. I actually haven't checked out the remake film they did. Yeah, same here. I don't really want to. Kevin Sasso and stuff like that, I think it was. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, So what he was saying to Jarrett, recapping really quickly, is that there's actually a new head of authority, which is kind of the GM model that they're going with, that actually uh, Zubisco opened up a limo last week on Impact, saw the person, but the camera didn't see them. So there's someone that's arriving to actually replace Larry Zubisco. Because Zubisco, even though he was here, he was heelish. He was siding with Jarrett. He was like the heel GM. So someone was coming in to shake it all up. What we've got here is our two-on-one matchup. So Bobby Roode actually screwed Rhino out of his match against Abyss, where the winner of that would go into the King of the Mountain match. As we just saw. Now, Scott Damore, which is the one that's siding with Bobby Roode, he's the leader of a team called Team Canada. Mm-hmm. So we had Team Canada in WCW with Lance Storm. This is another version in TNA. Okay. So remember Petey Williams, Canadian Destroyer? Yes. He was in the team. We had a big, big brutal dude named A1. Uh, we had Bobby Roode and Scott Damore. And Scott Damore is actually a trainer more than yes. an actual wrestler. 
Okay. So in the feud is that because Rob, Robbie Roode screwed Rhino out of his match, the best guy said, okay, Rhino, I'll give you an opportunity. You can choose your match at Slammiversary against Bobby Roode, whatever you want it to be. Okay. And so Rhino said, okay, well, I choose a two-on-one handicap match, and I want it to be Bobby Roode against me, and I also want Scott Demore in there. So he can go after him. So now he has to actually wrestle Rhino. So it's like going back in the day of watching, say, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman versus the Hardys. Yep, correct. Yep, okay. Interesting note, though, Scott Demore actually used to be in a team with Rhino uh, years and years earlier. In ECW? Uh, no, bef- uh, after that time period. No, actually before that. Before okay. That. So he's actually very close to people like Chris Jericho, Christian. he's a He actually owns his own wrestling company in Canada. Okay. Um, I think it's called Border Championship Wrestling. Let me just get my notes. Well, people also forget, too, there was another Team Canada before yep. WWE, and that was WCW, of course, with uh, Lance Storm's team. Yeah, Storm, Awesome, was it? Major uh, Guns. Duggan, Duggan, Major Duggan. Guns. Yes. Alex Skipper as well. Yeah. Yes. And then we had the Un-Americans, which was like a Canadian team using the name Un-Americans, which was what William Regal tests. Sting. Uh, what it? Oh, sorry, Sting. Christian. Christian. And who else? Lance Storm, I think. It was Lance, Lance Storm. Storm, sorry, yeah. yes. And then Chris Jericho was kind of like a partner, but not in yes. the group. Yeah, he was like, I like what you guys are thinking, but I'm not getting involved. He looks glorious, doesn't he, Bobby Roode? He so does, yeah. Just without the, uh, that long hair. That's what he cut off with when he hit WWE. And his finisher at this time period was the left-hand lariat, which would be oh. a backwards clothesline from hell to the back of the head. Which is his main move. This is before doing the uh, the rude plex that he was doing. Yep. And Scott Demore actually works for TNA today, so he's actually oh. like the GM man, uh, person. On the, he actually appeared only like two weeks ago on Impact. So he actually has been involved with this company for many many years. He okay. operated his own company, and still like the talent from Border Championship would come over to Impact Wrestling, and vice versa. Like almost like you know Jimmy Cornette with Smoky Mountain. You know, they yes. would work with WWE. I've got some young guys here. Can we bring them up? Can you bring some of your guys down here so mm-hmm. we can bring some exposure up? So, no, very good talent. ECW and um, WWE back in the day. So it says here, uh, Scott Damore was known as Chip Birdie, Coach Damore, Mask Wrestler, Super Warrior Number 2, Nightmare, Blippo, and Scott Hunter was his other names that he went by. Was actually trained by Al Snow. Yeah, El nice. Snow and the WCW Power Plant debuted in 1992. So he was mainly in a, maybe more likely an enhancement talent. Never really rose to things like a main WCW Nitro or Thunder. Never had right. anything to do with WWE. And the yeah. like, more running out of there. He just ran out of there, and then now he's up at the. Um... So he's actually employed in TNA uh, with Don Callis. They're actually the Impact Wrestling Executive Vice Presidents. Right. Okay. Here. So he's in wow. a very big seat. Very close to Jeff Jarrett. He actually, remember that time when Dixie Carter and Jeff, they kind of split up? And Jeff Jarrett made his yes. own promotion up. And that was the yes. GWF. He went across with Jeff to do that. And then when Jeff and you know Scott came over, that's where they kind of worked it all out. Then Dixie left and then they rebranded again and then they rebranded again. But he's one of those guys, he reminds me of William Regal, where you see him at an independent show in the audience, you know, giving an NXT you know, invitation. 
he does that now. He'll go do an indie show. He'll come down the rampway, get on the mic, and actually give someone a TNA contract wow. if they put on a good match. Oh. So he's known to travel around different states. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, and sign talent. But he's a face kind of GM they're going for that we have now on Impact Wrestling 2020. Right. Now, now the referees we, we, were in the old school, um, the, the very old school style of um, clothes they had back in the um, in the 80s. What's that guy? Almost is that very, whole very thing boxing, they... really boxing style too. Rudy Charles is the referee. Yeah. Um, what's the go with that? Is that just something they did specifically for this pay-per-view? I think, or... I think more for anniversary. You know, okay. it's a big show. It's a big time show. Charles Robinson actually had the same look at the recent uh, Backlash show. He refereed the Edge Orton matchup wearing the same shirt. Didn't same watch setup. it. Did not watch it. Yeah. As we said, guys, we don't really talk much about the current product. I saw some of it and I was like, you know, okay, you know, it had its ups, had its downs, but, you know, I'd rather kind of live in the old school stuff that we're covering now. And they've got a couple of events that I found recently that are even going way back than what we've ever covered. Mm. So we're going to be going back to the 80s, guys. Some good 80s events I found. Ooh. So we'll be doing them in the coming months. Alan's golf oh, clapping on the other side there, guys. I am. Uh, when you say we're going like NWA, we're going uh, w- we're WCW. Going, we're, we're going NWA, w- oh, okay. NWA. Yeah. So NWA, WCW, mid-80s. It'll be on the network. Yes. Beautiful. Look at Al. Yes, yes. Nodding, yes. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me now. Still, yeah, because I want to know. I want to make sure I can, if, you know, if I need, get, need to get rid of this network or not. No, keep it. I, I do want Scott to check DeMore, out. Scott Demore wants to get in now. Oh, God. Look at this. He can sell well, though. Like, he's a guy that didn't do a lot. He's a good trainer. Like, I've heard lots of good things about him online. When Christian Cage first joined TNA and made his debut at Genesis, Team Canada actually came out and gave him a Team Canada T-shirt. And he's like, Christian, you and I go back. We travelled the roads together in Canada. What do you say? And Christian goes to join him, shakes his hand, and then gives him an unprettier. Nice. Yeah. So he can take bumps. Yeah, he does. He's good. That's good. Not now, but around this period. He was always that lackey. Oh, that's what Eric Young was the other member of Team Canada. I, I saw him in the in that opening package yeah. before this match. Now, you said they you really, wanted, you wanted really to read pushed... something. What's that? You, you said you wanted to read something just before. Oh, no, just about, just about Scott Demore, just about, you know, the different names he had and really what he was doing in wrestling, but that's fine. Yeah, good. Move on. Um, but what I was saying, with the Team Canada team, Eric Young was like the face with the heels. Yes. Like, he's the ones that the fans got behind. Where Ooh, Bobby was always the one that would slap him and say, no, nah, actually, no, we don't work together. You listen to me. And so the main feud within Team Canada a lot of the time was Bobby Roode and Eric Young, eventually okay. leading to them actually having a face-off. That the pushing up of the of the fat muscle to improve muscle, I can relate to that, sir. Alan, I have, I can relate to that very well. Good on you, mate. So we are in the first thirty minutes of the show, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Actually, I was going to say I might even give you a list. So I recommend some shows that you should actually check out at you your own leisure. Not- that there's. there's t- you know that's not going to happen, but you can tell. <laughs> don't tell me. Tell our listeners. Go. No, I, I am telling you. Oh, I'm I want not you. I want you to go back NWTN review number two and watch it in order. All the impacts. <sighs> I want a seven. I want a seven thousand word essay. Next month. <laughs> next time we're recording. 
Oh, it's gone black again. Oh, that's a okay. Well, while this is actually this match is actually happening, guys, I think yeah. I should give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Al, what do you reckon? Go for it. I am talking about Rogue Energy, guys. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. Unlike unhealthy canned energy drinks, this powerful supplement can be taken daily for overall improved performance. With a formula packed full of vitamins, amino acids, and natural microtopics, Rogue Energy is a healthy way to increase your natural energy, sharpen your mental focus, reduce fatigue, improve alertness, increase exercise capacity, and facilitate creativity and learning. Now, guys, on the broadcast, we're actually going to give you guys a special deal, aren't we, Alan? We are. Now, Alan actually is a product user of Rogue Energy, aren't you, Alan? I am indeed, mate. I am indeed. And what do uh, you have, Al? I have a grape. A delicious grape, and it is very nice. Keeps me alert. Um, just recently, uh, I've been doing quite a lot of gaming because the new uh, expansion of uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone had just been, it came up. And I've been doing a lot of Warzone actual gameplay on multiplayer. I actually find Rogue Energy one of the best drinks to drink while I'm playing this because it keeps me alert. I'm not very good at winning the actual game, <laughs> but it gets the it gets. It, you know, what would I have to say? It gets the job done. It helps. It helps a lot, guys. Now, guys, we, if you use the promotional code uh, 2702 on RogueEnergy.com, you actually get 10% off your total purchases. We're talking about their tubs, their starter kits, their shakers, their boxes, their packs, also their apparel, and they also do gift cards. So, again, RogueEnergy.com and use the promotional code 2702. Big right hands here by Bobby Roode. Oh, yeah, just hitting him. Oh, on the back of the neck. You know when Bobby Roode debuted in TNA, in uh, NXT, did you know much about his TNA time at all? Or you just kind of saw it as, oh, he was there, but not much about his character? I knew he, that he was in... Was he part of the that Cowboy team? No. No, no that, you probably You're probably thinking James Storm. That's who I thought. But he was uh, Beer Money, though, which was James Storm and Roode, yes. So he was part of it. Yes, yeah. but the Cowboy team that you're, you're thinking of America's yeah. Most Wanted, which was James Storm and Chris Harris, but yes. Beer Money was James Storm from that team with Bobby Roode. Yep. Yes, so that's why, because he had the sort of like the hillbilly style back, you know, cap on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thought so, yes. That's what I remember from his time here. But when he came to NXT, yeah, cut his hair. The actual Beer Money team is probably, I would say, in the top three best tag teams that TNA ever produced. Wow. James Storm, Bobby Roode, the Motor City Machine Guns, and the Wolves are three of the best teams I've ever seen compete. The amount of matches, the Wolves was a team called the Wolves was uh, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. They were two former actual opponents in Ring of Honor who actually went on to sign to TNA and become a tag team. Uh, Both would go on to win the world title. Eddie Edwards is still going now. He's actually facing off against Tessa Blatchard uh, for the TNA title and Slammiversary this year. She's still got the title, does she? Well, the weird thing is that she won the championship, and then because of COVID-19, she's actually decided not to be a part of the the weekly shows they do. So there's a wrestler called Moose that's going around now. He's a former NFL football player, 
he actually, at a recent show, walked out with the TNA World Heavyweight Title. Is he a really big dude? He's a big dude, yeah. Like like the size of say Kevin Nash? No, a little bit smaller. He looks like Bobby Lashley, but not as yeah. Thick. But he's yeah. big dude. He's a big dude, yeah. Okay. I think I've seen so he actually uh, a few rocked things up about him with, with the TNA, TNA World Title. Oh, sorry, on Twitter. So instead of Tessa Blanchard having the Impact Wrestling belt, he's bringing out the TNA World Title and saying, "Well, since she's not here, I'm the champion." So he's uh, actually oh. the heel going around beating people for that TNA belt, even though he actually never won the championship. But what okay. happened recently on Impact is that he actually had a matchup where he beat a person, and instead of his song playing after his victory, EC3 song came on. Just the first 15 seconds of his song, and then as Moose turns around, the song stopped, and then Moose's song came on. So again, it's this Dude. teasing that EC3 is actually going to go to Slammiversary in debut and take on Moose for the TNA title. I've been enjoying seeing uh, EC3's um, packages that I've been seeing on yeah. Twitter lately. Very different. I like the whole. Did you see his newest one that he just did? Yes. With the Ring of Honor at the very end. Yes. So it's like, where's he going? Is he Ring of Honor? Is he TNA? And... He could be going to both. We actually haven't talked about that video that TNA launched showing that all yes. that talent coming to Slammiversary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, we got the club. we got Gallows and Anderson. Yes. Eric Young. I think Drake Maverick yes. was in the promo, but he's actually re-signed with WWE. And one name yes. I've actually heard talking about it is uh, Rusev. He's talking about yes. it now. Yes, yes. I've been watching Rusev a lot on his Twitch channel ah, uh, yes. of late. And uh, I, think, I think your boy right here, I think I need to start doing that myself. I would I say re- I would say do it. It's very very popular. A lot of people are doing it, and a lot of people are kind of crossovering their podcast with that stuff as a bit of cross promotion between uh, uh, different generations. Oh, go, go! He sells go. it so well too. Oh, oh another word for the good guys. Very Even nice. though was it Rudy Charles is jumping up, going go! He's face when he hit him with it. So very awesome. No, I reckon do it, Al. If you're into your gaming and you want to do it, you know, you can promote some rogue energy that way too. Oh, I, I would hoard the shit out of this show. <laughs> rogue energy shirt, hat, cap, no, gloves. No, I'm talking about us. Us. Yes. Oh, I'm talking about TBK. I this mean, is this yes. is OnlyFans or this is Twitch, Al? This is what about Both. Ah. Ah, yes. <laughs> do it like a pie. Oh, Alan. Just eating pie. That's on my OnlyFans. <laughs> Just, on my Twitch. That's it. A plate of pies also lined up. Yeah, but it's all implied and it, it's meant uh, to mean something. I thought you meant physically pie. A blueberry now. Maybe yeah. it's an apple. I hope I don't drop it. Oops, I put my dick in it. <laughs> Alan. Oh, all right, guys, check me out in the broadcast. <laughs> Samoa Jim. <laughs> look at Joe. I don't want the, Just go away, Boris. Go away. I'm going to try yeah. We can see the X Division Championship in the background there, Al. Yeah, faintly behind Jeremy Bordash is with his very large arms. It's funny note that belt. Do you know what its old name used to be? What the NWA TNA X title? Yeah, X title. Just, just X title. It didn't have X division. It's just the X championship or X title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. division's that for? Um, yeah. anyone? Yeah, that's what I'm going to ask. I constantly ask you to the end of times. What does the X division mean? Well, the X division is a no weight class division. Yeah. It's not about this. It's not about weight limits. It's about no limits. Thanks, Tanae. 
What does that mean? What That's what today's... What's <laughs> the limit? What's the limit? What, there's no There limit. is no limit. Abyss so you, won the championship. So you can go into it and stab somebody no. and then win the belt. No. You said there were no limits. No, I mean around high risk move set. You know, back in the old days where the, you know Jim Hurd and you know Watts didn't want you jumping off the top rope. So you could jump off the top. So rope. you want to jump off the top with a knife. Yeah. Or a katana. <laughs> Got you, mate. I want your title or stab you. He is dead. Okay, so that's what I'm hearing. You're implying What's going on here? Is that Loki? Oh. Yes, going by the name Senshi, which was his name when he returned back to TNA. Candice Michelle, I am Loki, and you will listen to me. Cool. He was That's the like, winner of the second season of NXT, wasn't he? Yeah, with uh, Candice Michelle and Michelle. Co- and no, Michelle, Michelle Co- McCool and uh, what's her name? Layla. Lay Cool. Yeah, Cool. And they used to talk like that, and they stopped. And he won himself an IC title matchup. It's a shark successful. boy. Yes. It's a shark boy. Yes, it's a shark. He is a boy. They're From 10,000 leagues under the sea, it's shark boy. No, no human can live under 10,000 under the sea. <laughs> it's impossible because his entire body would crumble and he would just be a gelatin. Doesn't make sense, Tom. Now, just really quick, this is a really long matchup. This goes for, uh, let me load up my notes. I think it was a good... Let me have a look. Petey Williams. Who is this boy? Oh, Canada. Nine, 19 minutes, 22L. This is our, our second longest Ooh. match on the card. Really big matchup. So what is it? So what this is, is that the actual X Division used to have a ranking system. Yes. So let's say that you have the champion is, you know, the champ. You would yes. have one, two, three, four, five, all the way down to ten. Yes. This match here is an elimination matchup. Oh, so the order in which you're eliminated is where now you're ranked that number. Oh, so yeah. if you if say that there's the top five, if yep. you're eliminated first, you're now five. The Jay next Lethal. person that goes out, you're ranked number four. I've seen this man wrestle. Fantastic wrestler. In person, didn't you? At the, in, yes. uh, in Melbourne. Yeah. Yes, at the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore against Christopher Daniels, where I was in a chant, I was in a loud chant of, with a couple of people going, Black Machismo, Curry Man. Oh, Curry Man. Yes. Daniels. Well, I think at this time, Jay Lethal was about 21 years old. Alex Shelley. Yes, this is all pre the Motor City Machine Guns with Chris Saban. He's got the camera on. Oh, he likes to record himself. I know. So, that what family. he used to do, he <laughs> likes to record himself. Hello. Hey, we got the same camera. I've got that one. I've got that one. That's an old one. I've got a new one now because I made money on my OnlyFans. It was actually an NXT earlier this year too for the Dusty Classic. Turned up with um, Kushida because they were partners outside of NXT. That's right. Sanjay Dutt. Oh, Sanjay also Dutt. in uh, WWE now as an agent. Yes, he is. Very good talent. One of the mainstays, I would say, of TNA before he departed. One of those guys like AJ Styles was always there from the very beginning. And he's from India, is he? Yes, Bombay, India. Yep. Bombay. That was fun to say. Where are you very from? Good Bombay, India. So, yeah, elimination matchup. This is to determine the X Division rankings. The winner of this match would become the number one contender and get a future title shot at a time to, to be confirmed. Sweet. This is all the dudes. Yep, so two, two start and elimination. You can tag out whenever you want to. Oh, okay. 
So it's not like an open match where everyone's in. It's simply a single match until someone tags out. Now, looking at Sharkboy, one gimmick you probably haven't seen before, he, he actually did Stone Cold Sharkboy. I remember this. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. He would yeah. come out with a Stone Cold jacket and it will wobble his head, yeah. What I'm going to say, son, is I'm going to, stay, I'm going to hit him with a shark. This is who I am. Yeah, that was during the um, Dixie times, wasn't it? Yes. So yeah, who would you like to that. know about in the ring, Al? Who, who should we have a chat about? Um, oh, who is Shark Boy? Who is Shark Boy under the mask? So Shark Boy, his name is Dean Matthew Roll, born in 1975. Prior to his appearances in TNA, Roll competed in the independent scene in the mid-90s onwards before being signed by WCW in 1999. Following his release from WCW six months later in the year 2000, he returned to the independent scene mainly competing for World Wrestling All-Stars. He would leave WWA in 2002 and join TNA, where he became a member of the X Division. He made appearances all the way up to 2009, and then again in little you know, break-up times. Other okay. names are El Piranha, Dean Baldwin, Dean Roll, and Sharkboy. And I've actually never seen him unmasked before. Okay. I have no idea what he looks like. So, I, like I've seen him on like Twitter, Facebook... Um, the occasional time where we would have, like you said, that TNA was on um, down here in Australia when they would record it. Uh, sorry, they would have it on main event yep. on Foxtel, which is our main sort of provider of large... I would say it's like, yeah, it's pretty much every single channel you want, but you have to pay for it. It's not free to wear. No. Yeah, and um, I remember there was the one thing on the Low Cut Crew podcast with Julian that he would give me so much shit about because I didn't have Foxtel. Didn't want Foxtel. And you go, oh, so you watch free to wear? Yeah, he goes, what's wrong with you? I, go, <laughs> I said, well, where do I start, Jules? There's a lot wrong with me, mate. Oh. So it says here that Roll began training under Les, uh, Les Thatcher in 1995 and wrestled in the Heartland Wrestling Association as a masked wrestler, El Piranha. He also occasionally portrayed another character called Dean Baldwin, the purported fifth lesser-known Baldwin brother. <laughs> so he ran two gimmicks at the same time. One was masked as El Piranha, and then Dean Baldwin on the side. That's talent right there. I get two paychecks this way. That's right. The three faces of Foley in the Royal Rumble. In May 19th, 1999, Sharkboy wrestled at the second annual Brian Pillman Memorial Show, defeating Matt Stryker, Tarek the Great, and Chip Fairway in a tournament to receive a trophy. Following the match, numerous World Championship Wrestling and WWE wrestlers, including Al Snow, Mankind, and D'Lo Brown, entered the ring and lifted Sharkboy onto their shoulders. This is 1999? Yep. You're saying Matt Stryker? Yeah. Wow. And it oh, says here God. that Sharkboy wrestled a dark match for the WWE, losing to Chris Canyon in uh, 2003. Wow. So his WCW period only lasted three months, with only appearances on WCW Saturday Night and Thunder on TBS, World Wrestling All-Stars, and he was in TNA for 13 years. Wow. 2002 to 2015. Jeez, Loki, he's going to kick someone's ear off. And oh, he was that's... a part of the... Uh, I was at Joey Ryan's penis party last year in a six-way scramble matchup where he wrestled, but I don't oh, know yeah. much about him now. Yes, I do remember that because um, <laughs> didn't we have a promotional code out for that one? 
for the penis party, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> someone won it that we know, didn't Yeah, we? they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of our mates, oh, can I get the penis party code, please? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Fine, What's here you here? go. It says here, Miramax lawsuit. On the June 8, 2005, Roll filed a lawsuit against Merrimax Films claiming that the Merrimax release The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D infringed upon his trademark and demanding any money, profits and advantages wrongfully gained. Sorry, what? In no- yeah, in November 2005, oh. it emerged that Merrimax had attempted to have the yeah. case dismissed in addition to requesting that the court nullify Roll's trademark on the basis that the plaintiff is a male whose services are rendered only when he's wearing a costume depicting shark-like attributes. In 2007, the suit was settled for an undisclosed amount. Yeah, well, it wasn't one of the best movies anyway, so <laughs> he, he was hoping that Robert, Robert Rodriguez was going to pay him out. I don't think so. Yeah. So at this time, but I think Jay Lethal's about 20 years old here, which is crazy to think as well. Wow. Yeah, because he's in his, like, late 30s now, nearly 40. He's, like, 21 at this time period. Ooh. Such a good talent. It's very New Japan style, that Shelling would wrestle. Yes. It's a real hybrid style of wrestling with, you know, clinch holds and, you know, different sleepers. And... I'm not going to lie, guys. It was actually quite fun to have uh, New Japan back in our lives um, a few days ago. Yeah, it was, uh, I didn't watch it, but I picked up the majority of the results on um, on Twitter. Very good to have them back. I just I was just thinking, someone, someone been eliminated, Shark Boy gone. I think I don't think we saw him get kicked out. No, no, he's still I think there. He's been elim- Is he there? No, he's still there on the side. I thought he might no. have been the first one to go out. No, no, he's still there. Yeah, there he is. I will say, too, we get a very good uh, Canadian destroyer in this match. Oh, like and I, I haven't seen this one might, before. This might be, yeah, but I think this is back in the time period where it's only him doing it. Only yeah. Petey Williams was doing this move. Yeah. And now everyone does it. He should have just uh, bought the rights of it and then yeah. gone, every time that someone does it, you have to pay me a million dollars. But at this time, though, it, it, it was a finish. It's a finish. Yeah. It's not a setup move. It's not a transition oh. move. It's a finish move. Wow. He's such a good talent, Sanjay Dunn. I, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. This would be a great opener as well, too. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying to you. Like, would you have done the you know, Team 3D James Gang first, or would you have done this first, a good 20-minute X Division gauntlet? Well, it takes me back to the um, WWE when we did the Royal Rumble. I think it was 2000, yep. where we had... Um, the likes of the Dudleys and the Hardys. Oh, yeah, the tables match up. Yes. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yes, that type of style. That's that's what opened the pay-per-view, of course. So It's so quick. And the thing is about yeah. Sanjay Dutt, he was in this company for so many years and didn't win the X Division belt for like 13 years in the company. Really? It reminded me of Tommy Dreamer. Like, he just was one of those guys that almost didn't need the belt. Like, he was yep. already used for so many other things, didn't need to win oh. the championship. Cutting the groin across the top row. Yep. I was about to ask, can I have a time cue? Yeah, yeah I think we're at, at the uh, same spot. 4904, 4906, 
good talent too, Shelley. Like he's done some really good stuff. Like the Machine Guns were a really good team because they involved that idea of it's not about being a massive tag team. Yes. Like they could be fast and quick, almost like they were like X Division tag team guys. Yes. Um, and the wars between Beer Money and them was just off the chain. Um, as opponents, they were good too. Saban and Shelley as opponents was really cool. Um, but Shelley actually used to be partners with Abyss when they first debuted. Yeah. When really? Abyss was first did the mask look, he was actually a partner with um, Shelley. But yeah. Shelley ended up forming a partnership with Kevin Nash. In yes. this company, because as we know, yeah. Kevin Nash was always you know that vanilla midget, you know didn't yes. like the smaller dudes, and yes. when he joined this company, Shelley and him kind of formed this kind of father son bond that they had, which is why his goal was, well, you know what, I'm going to get rid of the X division by taking you all out one by one, and Chris Saban is the one that fought against that, and that's why Saban's taken on Nash tonight in this one on one match. Just to share something with you guys that um... we'll suplex here. Our friend, oh, double suplex, triple suplex. Actually, I'm not going to watch the spot now. Oh, my God. Here we go. What were you going to say? You want to read something? No, 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 I want to watch the suplex spot. Bang. Now, uh, our friend Damo just sent this in our group chat. Yes. Uh, just with the meme. Wife, why are you putting on your garlic pants? So Dracula won't try to eat my ass, wife. Why would why would Dracula want to eat your ass? He won't. Um, the garlic. Are you even listening? What? Yeah. <coughs> Do you want well, me having? <coughs> I told you I've been sick recently. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Sure. Okay. COVID boy. Yeah. Quiet, mate. Yeah. Die quietly. Let me have a look at this room. Oh, my God. Read them one more time. Now you read it to us. Why are you putting garlic in your pants? Uh, Arse. Helps if you you read it to us, Tom. Damo's jokes are confusing, Al. I don't get his jokes half the time. They make you scratch your head. Like, what? Okay. He's that guy that says a joke. Classic Damo. You just do like an emoji of just the, like, no face because you don't know what to say. Yeah. Now, we're coming up to our very first elimination very shortly. Okay. Top rope here by Shark Boy. The Shark Boy is going to the top. Here we go. Watch this here. Running Shooting Star Press. What? Shark oh, Boy has been eliminated. So that would mean that in the ranking system, he would be, what, number six now, or five, I think it would be. Okay. He's no longer, he wouldn't be near the number one contendership. Yeah, he's got no, no chance. So to think in this matchup, the only person looking that has been a champion would be uh, Senchi when he was Loki. No one yes. else in this match so far had ever had it reign as X Division champ. Oh, actually, no, wait. Petey Williams, I think, did, but no one else, though. Yeah, didn't he in Steiner when he was with Steiner? Yeah, so that was later on. Yes. But he was X Division champion in Team Canada, and he's had a great match against AJ Styles for the belt. Also, Daniels as well. Ooh. Nice dive. Oh, yeah, he wow. ended up forming the partnership with Steiner, ooh, I'm going to say maybe 08, 09. Yes. We had his own little mini chain head that he used to wear. The, yeah. The, oh, yeah, I remember. It was the mathematical um, yes. promo that he did. It was fantastic. Oh. Oh, jeez. 
good talent. You know, Jay Lethal, uh, the first wrestler in what Ringer wanted to be TV champion and world champion at the same time mm-hmm. when he was a heel there. And he's, you know, still there, still going in Ring of Honor. You know, he's one of the, the guys that have been there for so long and are still competing there. If you want, yep. just turn your microphone off and blow your brains out and feel better. Why? Just help with your nose. It might help you. Oh, my God. It feels clear. Oh. I'm fine. It, okay, I'm just thinking, if you want to, mate, go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll put pick the, up just, the I'll put my mic. Just wait. I'll put my mic down. Just wait. Just put yourself on silent so we, we don't have to hear it. Oh, you got it. Black and cheese, mate. Oh, God. Oh, suplex. Select. Oh, jeez, what a close line that was. That was better? Yeah, I was going to say. You sound <laughs> we like all you heard knew. it. <laughs> yeah, we did, actually. You didn't turn oh, your mic better. off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to the broadcast. Want to hear snot? Sorry. Hey, guys, do you hear that? Breathe. Where are you at on your clock? Um, I'm on 54.32. Send cheese out. Petey Williams is going over with a hula my camera. Uh, he got it. Loki wasn't going with it. Now I will say this is that thing that we talk about when everyone gathers together. Uh, you know those spots. This is that. There's a spot coming up here. Well, you're all together. We all look up. Yeah. No, not yet. Punch me. Here he comes. Who wants to cuddle? Who <laughs> wants to cuddle? Is it here? Oh. <laughs> Why? Move. Just move. Separate. As, what, as uh, what Zack Sabre Jr. says, just move out of the way. Just king move. Separate See, from each all other. gathering together and here we go. Yep. Oh. Great airtime. Yeah, still. Separate. There you go. As Don West said, that right there, that's the X Division, guys. No limits. I still like doing a, suple- doing a somersault with a knife in your head. That's no limit. This is wrestling. Moonsault knife attack. Oh, my God. That was amazing. What's your, what o'clock are you at again? Oh, he just you missed the head. 54. 55. 50. 55. 50. Oh, here we go. Look at the crowd. They're going nuts with it. Oh, my God. It's a great matchup. Good dank. Wowzers. I can hear your dog. No, that's not my dog's neighbor's dog. Okay. You bloody shut up. How dare you accuse my dog of barking, mate, when it's not barking. We hear Molly all the time. She's old now, Al. She's sleeping. I don't think we'll have her for much longer, to be honest. Are you going to kill her? Oh, shut up. (laughs) How dare you? Don't you dare bring up Missy, man. I will smack you. Digitally. (laughs) Virtually. I don't see it. I don't see her. She's still in the box. You still have to take her. You still have to take her. You still like to take her for a walk, don't you? In the box. Come on, girl. <laughs> That's messed up. You said it. I didn't say it. Yeah, but I don't know why you take your dead dog for a walk. Oh, shut up. No, she's dead. She, I, I would say it's Molly. okay. She, she, lucky she's dead. She doesn't need the work. Shut up. No, I would say, Molly, I don't think we're going to have it for much longer. She's getting old. Where's she going? Girl now. Let's take her no, to the farm. She, <laughs> as, da- as dad used to say we're taking them to the farm we're like what farm there's no farms here yeah we're going to take it out of the back and shoot it yeah oh well. old yellow <laughs> you shouldn't do that to Molly she would go everywhere what's your clock again because mine's pausing for some reason oh for F's sake brother 
Okay. Sorry, guys. Don't mind Tom. He's a uh, he's annoying as shit. Oh my <laughs> no, god! No, I'm just conf- I'm confirming it for other people, so they know where we're up to. So they, if they no, want, to, if they're they, having tech issues no, no, no. as well, no, 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 because they shouldn't. Because when I'm giving you the time, guys, I've got the right time. Tom's got the wrong time. So oh one more. Where are you at, Al? For F's sake! No, I'm watching the spot. Deal deal with it. Oh, I'll be I'll be seven minutes behind you watching Rhino and yeah. Scott Demore. All right. <laughs> Just hit at fifty-eight minutes. Yeah. Fifty-eight. Oh, gore, gore, oh, go Scott. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, is he going top rope? <gasps> oh, phew. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh my god, it's like he is he gonna stomp him? Put his whole body Yeah, it's called the Warrior's Way. Yes, I remember this. Well we call it the Kudagria. The Kudagria of uh, Finn Balor. Who are those boys? Do you remember those boys that used to say that? Who? Our uh, other podcast brothers that disappeared all of a sudden. Was this Smart Spot they used to say that, did they? What the F are you guys? That's an old name. Yeah. I remember. You there? No, you're not. Um, oh, oh. <sighs> We'd love to have him back one day. I don't think anyone in the, uh, what is it, PWA does anything anymore. Maybe Boar Meets World are doing some stuff, but mm-hmm. no one else. In our original chat, guys, if you've been checking out our show since the beginning, we connected with a group of American podcasters a few years ago. We almost had, like, a, whole, a week planned. Like, we had yeah. every one of them had a show on, like, Monday to Sunday. And they all just stopped one by one. And I think occasionally, was it WNA writes something on Twitter and then disappears for four years. But yeah. um, everyone else kind of just, has just stopped doing anything. So. Kind of sad that is. Because we were the uh, international. Oh. oh my God. Just squished his head. <laughs> we were like their international flavor, we were, because we were talking to them and. They didn't have anybody. They were all American, and then they had us. So, Well, I just want to say something really quick. We actually had a, a fellow Aussie podcaster um, who does the Wrestling Reverb podcast. His name is Josh Morrison. Mm. You can check him out at Josh Robinson 00 on Twitter. Um, we connected with him a couple of months ago through our podcast, and he's a, mm. a listener of us, and I check him out too. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually released a video on social media last night with the tagline, This is important. Please watch. Mm-hmm. And he looked he looked very serious in the video, and I thought I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. And I'd say one thing that you know I commended him for. He actually came oh out. God. He actually uh, came out yesterday to the world and let people know that he actually is an openly gay person. And hey. he said, I reckon people might lose respect for me, or they might want to talk to me, and or anything like that. And all I've said is nothing but you know love and respect. You know he's a really good dude. And I just said on behalf of us, you know we will support and have always supported you, man. You know whatever you decide to do, it doesn't change anything for us. Of course He's still a great person, and I still check out his content, and I think it's just good that he felt comfortable to do that. And he's only, like, at mid-20s. Yep. But to come out and do that in the way he did and, you know, think that everyone's going to react differently was a very good ending for him. So good on you there, Joshy. Um, for you, Josh, it takes balls to do that, sir. Now, when Tom and I in the area that Tom and I grew up, if you were to try to do any of that stuff, you were, would be ridiculed to the max, and it wasn't fair. So to you, sir, I say 
good on you. And I, if I'm sending you a virtual high five and saying, good on you, mate. Proud of you. Good on you. So with the win, Senshi is now the number one contender. So as we know, Joe's the champion. Senshi's the contender. So Joe uh, would end up dropping the belt. It would come at a later time um, because I think it was a triple threat match that had Joe, Saban, and Senshi. Or it might have been Sanjay Dutt, Joe, Senshi, but Senshi would go on to actually win that triple threat match without pinning Joe. Wicked. So Joe lost his belt without actually taking the loss. What so Similar to, say, our WrestleMania show that we did a couple of months ago with Seth pinning uh, Roman yep. and not pinning Brock to lose the title, to win the Isn't title. Look at that Canadian Destroyer, beautiful. What a, what a thing of beauty that is, and now everyone's doing it. And because he's a smaller dude, it's it just looks so more impactful when it he does it. It looks so much better. Just the spike, how people will sell it, so good. And, Adam Cole's doing it on TNA. I remember seeing him a couple of months doing it. He like this? Cole. Adam Cole. Was he, he doing do, it? He, oh, he does. On, a, he does sort of a similar one to it by jumping off the top rope and doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the but, little spring up one he does from the yeah, yeah middle rope leap. Yeah. yeah. No need for it. Yeah, he that did it to um, well, well done. He took on um, was it Daniel Bryan when NXT invaded SmackDown? That's how Correct. he pinned Bryan with that move. Yes. Good matchup. 19 minutes I went for. 19.29. We're halfway through the card, guys. Is Kevin Nash. Look at him, Al. Oh, my God. Oz looking sexy as hell, man. He's a big, sexy Kevin Nash here, man. And if you guys are actually checking out this show on a podcast uh, provider that lets you see your image, you would see our poster in the background there with Alan and I's faces on the poster. Should give props to Thomas here, guys. I don't do the artwork. I don't really do much on this show. All I do is just go click hello, and that's all I do. And I occasionally make an inappropriate joke. Your boy right over there, Tom, does it all. I mean, I could do something about it, but I choose not to. Why? Because I like to go click, and that's all I have to do. Click hello. Hello. <laughs> but Alan's on the head of AJ Styles, and then my head is on the body of Jeff Jarrett in that poster, guys. Jeez, I've never looked good in my life, better in my life than looking on on the body of uh, AJ Styles at that time. And you were looking on Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Do you know who my, my father is? Who? Who, El? Who is your father? We don't know. <laughs> Shut up. The Chinese delivery man. My wife was saying the other day, we took a photo for my uh, son's birthday. We took a big selfie as a whole family. And we just looked at, mm. my wife looks like all the kids. Like Matthew yeah. looks like her. Jack looks like her. Livy looks yes. like her. And then there's me going, like, who's that guy? Like, gingered beard. I, look, I don't look like anyone. No, you don't. He goes, it's really weird because you don't look like anyone. And I'm like, nope. yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Mel got all the good looks in the kids. I don't know what you gave him. Oh, that, that's Mummy's new boyfriend on the side there in the picture. That's Mummy's side boy. Side boy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a side piece. Mel's got you. So Kevin Nash just was pretending to take a phone call from uh, Chris He's Saban's so father telling him that uh, there's no way his son's going to win because today's Father's Day. Look at him. He's so skinny. Yeah. His He's knees fit. were very bad at this time. His knees were still bad, though, but he's very skinny, yeah. I mean, last time we saw, I think we saw Kevin Nash was at the actual WrestleMania show where um, 
NWO helped Sting yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Don't well worry. <laughs> don't worry. I already shit all over that. We don't need to bring that up because that's in the past. <laughs> We're in the future now. So. And good thing about uh, Chris Saban, do you know who he actually won the world title in TNA? Yes. Yeah. There was a thing that TNA introduced where it was called Option C. Mm. And I would like to actually cover maybe one of these later on in the year. And Option C was a thing that TNA brought around was there was a pay-per-view that used to take place in the middle of the year called Destination X. Mm. And that was mainly featured around the X division. This is the pay-per-view to highlight what you guys do. Mm -hmm. Now, Destination X became a thing where whoever was the X division champion, Mm. instead of them defending their belt at the pay-per-view, they could vacate their belt and they would get a world title shot. But if, really? they were un- but if they were unsuccessful in winning the world title, they wouldn't get the X Division belt back. They have nothing. Just come so that's ha- a- Yeah, that's come with come me. Come with me. Come with me. <laughs> is that P- it's P. Diddy's, P. Diddy's yeah, song, P. Diddy's isn't it? Come with me from. What, what's it from? I'm Godzilla. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh my God. Look at. He is so skinny. Yeah, he was. What's going on? Well, I might look at where he was actually competing because, again, you know, he did that return back at Bad Blood when he took on Triple H in the. Uh, I like his what shirt. Was that? The, the um, Hell in the Cell. The shirt says "Size Matters." Yep, and it's got like four XL. Yeah, that's a that's a big old dong. <laughs> Alan. Big old dong, mate. <laughs> you got your deodorant. Oh, I was about to say that because um, I had a friend. Oh, why? Ah, uh, oh. That's um, Just, SoCal Val. Yeah. Who would go on to uh, be the partner of Jay Lethal, and they'll do like yeah. a Miss Elizabeth with uh, Black Machismo. Well, yeah, that, that was a bit of upskirt action. She just stands there, and the camera goes, oh, my God, look at that open white on that guy. That guy has some teeth. Oh, I want to say lay under the skirt again, please. Helen. Yeah. What were you saying? You were going to say something. I forgot. Before you were distracted. So at this time, I'm just trying to think, was Nash doing movies? Uh, so looking at it here, so he left the WWE in, so he did Punisher in 04. Mm-hmm. He did the feud against Chris Jericho. That was mm-hmm. around the hair versus hair matchup. Um, he had stepped away from wrestling to have neck surgery. And then he d- debuted the team called the Kings of Wrestling. Now, in November of 2004, that was the first TNA pay-per-view. It's a pay-per-view called Turning Point, and it was actually it was Turning Point or Victory No Victory Road. It was Jeff Jarrett, the NWA champion, against Jeff Hardy in a ladder matchup. And just as Jeff was about to win, we had Kevin Nash and Scott Hall come out with dual guitars and contortoed Jeff Hardy on top of the ladder, causing him to fall. With they two guitars. Two guitars, yeah. Yep. They then sided with Jeff Jarrett, and they called their trio the Kings of Wrestling. Wait, question. So yeah. I interrupt. Were they dressed as Elvis? Yes. That, well, they took the whole king thing and they actually drove in a car with green screen, calling themselves the king with their hair slicked back. They had the white, you know, Elvis suit on. And they would really? go on to actually main event turning point against uh, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Marching Man Randy Savage. Yeah. What? So, excuse yeah. me? Yes. The yeah. Macho Man. Yeah. Was- the Macho Man was in TNA. 
Yes, he wrestled at the yeah, it was December 5, 2004, Turning Point, six-man tag main event. Wow. Yeah, it was one of his last matches of all time. That yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually thinking about doing it. Um, I have, I've got it in my notes for our December show, potentially. Um, but that was the main event. Kings of Wrestling against Styles, Hardy, and, uh, yeah, Macho Man. Do you look like Bonesoft? Yep, he had the full jet black beard, black mm-hmm. mohawk, a black ponytail. He wore all black leather on the show. Bonesaw is ready. Yeah. So he's saying, I can't wrestle now, Shelly. I want you to either get in there or give me some prompts. How do I beat this guy? And these guys would, in a year to come or more, more years to come, team up and become the Motor City. Yep. Fantastic. Really so good team. Really so good Kevin, team. So, Kevin, yeah. Did the Motor well, City ever take on the Young Bucks? Uh, I think they actually did. Question. I think they had, but they were called them. Oh the name of the team was they were called. Um, I think they had a different. It wasn't called Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson. It was they like Max. Name. It was like Max Buck and something else was their name. So they didn't have that uh, the Young Buck name. I actually think they did have a ladder matchup uh, for a title shot at one point, which was a good matchup. Did the Young Bucks ever have a time in TNA? Yes. Like they had like a uh, proper... it was probably they weren't they didn't do a lot. It was a pretty mm. short contract, and they've even okay. said that they felt lost in TNA. They didn't know what they were doing. And that was when the... they when they did the first uh, what was it uh, all in when mm. they had the uh, the star cast and they did a panel. They openly talked about it and said we we wanted to get out of there. We didn't like what we were doing. We wanted to go do our own thing. They didn't know what we were doing or what to do with us. So why would we wait around? He said. We would come to an impact, and they would be taping their next four weeks of their shows, mm-hmm. and we weren't even asked to do anything. So then we know oh. for the rest of the month we're not going to be on any show now. So why are we sitting here just twiddling our thumbs with nothing to do? We'll just go somewhere else and wrestle. Far out. So it says here with Kevin Nash, he ended up departing uh, in later on in the 2000s, but it was the main event mafia was the big thing he had, which was the Booker T, Scott Steiner, uh, Steve Kurt Angle team. Is that when Booker T was a Nigerian prince? Yes. And I will say we are doing a main event mafia event <laughs> uh, yes. a little bit later on this year, yes. guys. Yes. Uh, when we had the main event mafia just running rush off through uh, the TNA timeline. Uh, yes, it was a different time period for uh, the main event mafia. when we, Yeah, Booker T was Nigerian. And they went for all the championships. Yeah, oh, you know, this is why we need to do it right here. People, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash coming up to the ring. If it looked like a chicken and it looked like a chicken, he's that chicken. Yeah, because Booker T was on, he was, he was on commentary in that match and then took the headset off and then jumped in the ring. But you could still hear it. You could, <laughs> it's embedded into your head. Oh, man. Fantastic. He then formed a team called The Band in 2010-11, which was when Scott Hall and Six Puck came back to TNA. And um, they were pretty much, they implied that they're going to, like, we're going to close TNA down. This is what yeah. we do. Yeah. And then they he actually the left. He left when Bischoff and Hogan joined. He actually ended up re-signing with WWE not long after doing some indies for a little bit. And he he was the up, one that came out of that SummerSlam when CM Punk, you know when uh-huh. he jackknife pal bombed him at SummerSlam? Yeah. That was yeah. that time he returned. So that yeah. was his in back into WWE, which was 2011, I think it was. And then Punk he ended up, doing the, uh, ended up doing the stripper movies. And he also played Odin in Thor as well. Yeah, but... Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. 
There's Thor. a movie on. There's a thing on Tubi TV called Thor. It's a Thor movie that's really low budget. Ah. And it also features guns in it as well. It's got Thor with a hammer and guns shooting. So, uh, and so Kevin Nash plays he plays Odin in that one. So it's not Anthony Hopkins. It's Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> but then he also did those stripper movies, didn't he? Where he was the, the male, stri- male stripper. Alan, what are you watching? Magic, Magic Mike. Oh, oh yes, them, yes. They're, no, I've never like you don't. I've never seen them, Al. Lies. I've got footy you've and never soccer said, to watch. Footy and soccer to watch. Yeah. You, you've never walked in and watched your missus watching those movies. No, she's in deep love with me. She doesn't need to watch other men doing that. Ripped up, oiled up, you know, massive men dancing. So, so it's okay for you, you and I to watch women's wrestling, right? But watching Jesus. wrestling... No, they're not. They're spanking each other with a paddle on a, in a brown panties match. Oh yeah, well I agree. Okay. So that so don't try to be double sided here, brother. Just deal with it. If she wants to watch a male stripper movie, go for it. That's what I uh, say. To what are you watching, babe? Oh, cool. I'll, I'll sit here. Okay. I'll, I'll sit next to you. I'll try not to jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. I know him. That's Kevin Nash up there. He was the turtle. He was Shredder. Super Shredder. Bob, can you just get help? Okay. Is it my erection getting in the way? <laughs> is it blocking the TV, is it? Oh, okay. No. Never. <laughs> no, because no, it's you jerking off as you're watching it. Oh, man. I love Chandler Tatum. I love Chandler Tatum. To ooh, be honest, ooh, I've never, never, never actually seen them, no of them, but never seen Don't them. Don't effing lie to me. I was going to have a drink. A big skull. Ah. <laughs> a big skull. Hey, um, I just want to drop this right now, too. It's going to be one of my first swears, and I just want to say it. And we don't have to talk anymore about it. Yeah. But uh, fuck racism, Ryan the bum. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yes, there we it's, go. Uh, it's been a very testy 2020, hasn't it? We've yeah, got this... Australia burning. We had loss of yep. Kirby Bryant. We've had yep. COVID-19. Yep. We've had protests, racism, riots, yep. police brutality. Yep. And then what we're not going to talk about, I don't want to talk about another podcast that can cover this. We've had the recent of the uh, Speak Out movement that came out recently with the UK wrestling scene being rocked with allegations uh, across the board. And uh, it, it's still very early days. I woke up to that today thinking, holy shit, what's going on here? And I know a lot of other podcasts that I've checked out today are already talking about it. And I think, well, I want to hear all the facts about everything. I want to support anybody that's ever gone through that, though. I'm not denying any of it. Of I just think, you know, you've got to hear, I want to hear everyone's tale. I want everyone's talk to come out. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's Oh, a my one. God. There's the jackknife. Beautiful. Good match by Nash, though. Like, he, you know, he sold well for Saban. Yes, it wasn't did. a jobber match. It went for, what, eight minutes. He sold. So, he sold yeah. for the little man. Where back in the day, Kevin Nash would be like, huh? No, nah, just push Rey Mysterio down. Push Hubie 2 down push, you know, whoever was another cruiserweight. Now, what is actually happening here is that instead of trying to kill the X Division, he wanted to help the X Division. Kevin Nash. Yes. So what he did for the next few months, he became like the godfather of the X Division. He would actually make them do challenges backstage, like hula hoops, go under the rope and all these funny things to kind of build up a champion to be the paparazzi production champion. Oh, my God. Yes, we got Gail Kim there. Yeah, how did you know I was looking at Gail Kim? Yeah, James Storm, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. No. You drink that beer, drink that beer, yeah. No, man. Man. Why did she leave the WWE? Was it a racist thing? Uh, 
Good question. I'm not sure. I can pull up some information about her. About I loved her. Left. I loved her in WWE. Look mm. at her. She's fantastic. And their very she... first match won the title too. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, Chris Harris, who would be Brandon Walker in ECW. Um, yeah. He was there for a cup of tea, and then he left. He was uh, quite plump. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was quite it's plump. Like, oh, too much pizza it's like, and oh, is that beer? who we signed, was it? We didn't sign that guy. Yeah, you, yeah we, wanted, uh, we wanted the other one. The other <laughs> one. The other one that drank beer, but he didn't have any beer in the, in the actual glass. Well, like they tried to give him a singles run in TNA, and it kind of didn't work well. Like I think that's what got the eyes of WWE. It's bringing this dude, Chris Harris, give him Brandon Walker, and it just didn't do anything. Like, it just did nothing for him in WWE. It's kind of like EC3. Mm. He did a couple of matches there, and then it's like, we actually don't know what to do with you anymore, so could you just enhance these guys? We'll just finish your contract up a bit early, and you can head back. And he, even, he, stopped, he didn't do anything after that. Even though EC3 left TNA... From a briefcase, went to WWE, yeah. didn't use him properly, and now he's coming back to TNA, and hopefully he tears ass when he's there. My only memory of AEC3 recently was being on that, um, was it Moment of Bliss with Alexa Bliss? When he come out and just cut a promo, and then that's, he's gone. It's like, oh, okay, see ya. I just remember him used to coming out, and he would go, he would be so passionate going, E-C-3. Yeah, pointed his letters. Yeah. Then he was a like, E, C, F, three, and then walk out and go, yep. Well, oh, very quickly, he was just on main event. He was just a main event enhancement talent, just either jobbing Why? out or getting wins against nobody. Why? Zack Ryder did... or Kurt Hawkins or yeah, Titus O'Neil. And... Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Well, actually, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins is meant to be actually coming back to TNA as well. Yes, he is. Because he was one of those guys in that Slammiversary package they showed. Just try next time to say his voice, uh, his name properly. What did I say? Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, L. Kurt Hawkins. Shut up. Kurt. Remember, for each negative, you've got to say a positive, L. Alan, that's number one. <laughs> yeah, Do you want two? <laughs> well, he's giving the beard, guys. Yeah, see? I can't swear at him, guys, because he gets upset. He tells, he cries. Yeah, he gets sand in his vagina. Yeah. Oh, so I think actually it's the same looking tag team belts they actually have today in the NWA, the tag team championship, because the mean? TNA belts, what's that? A-W, America, America's Most Wanted. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, they're the longest reigning NWA tag team the last chance in the history of the belt. If uh, Styles and Daniels don't win, they do not get another championship opportunity. Who's... <laughs> I just look at Kim Possible. I just no. think of cartoon <laughs> show. Kim Possible. Take away counter. It's Kim Possible. Thank you. So what it's saying is that Styles and Daniels had talked about someone coming to aid them against Gail Kim. So you have who? to wait and see who it is. You just have to wait. Look at these guys. Think of all the times they faced off. Think yes. about where they are today. Still going in pro wrestling in two different promotions. And they work collect- so well together. If you put their ages together, you're nearly at 100 because they're <laughs> they're in that 40s, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, aren't they? Wow, Let's have a look. So AJ Styles, he is uh, 43 years old. Yes. And Daniels is uh, 50. <laughs> Just See? turned 50. They're nearly – combine their yeah. ages together, they're nearly 100, but 
look, they're still going today. Mm. So, and this is 14 years ago. Very young. Well, I can't say young AJ Styles, but you know he just looks at young. Yes, please. Such a Yo good boy, team James too. Like, when I think of like early TNA, it's these guys. Like they had some really good wars. Their biggest feud was probably Triple X, mm. which was the three-man team of Alex Shelley, uh, Alex um, Skipper, Loki, and who was the other guy? Alex Skipper, Loki, and Daniels was the original team of Triple X. They had that was the matchup in that the the six-sided cage where Skipper walked across the top of the cage and did the Hurricane Rana to to Chris Harris. The rules of that match being is the team that loses that tag match had to actually break up as a team. And because America's Most Wanted won that, Triple X then split up and went their own separate way. And Daniels and Skipper and Loki kind of all did their own individual thing. But they did bring the team back together. But um, Daniels was a heel for a majority of you know this time period and then sided with AJ Styles. And that made him a he- uh, face. Yeah. Because okay. the big thing in 05, Samoa Joe was just running through the X Division. And the thing about X Division was there, was there was a respect there, an honor code, really. You shake hands with your opponent, you don't do things after the bell. Samoa Joe yeah, was beating people, was beating people, and then attacking post match, or putting them in the Kikita clutch and not letting go. Oh. What are you doing? What are you drinking, El? Um, Jesus, mm. your whole face just pruned up, then. What are you drinking? Ah, oh, you got your Canadian club. You're having it straight, are you? I'm having some of it straight, but that was a pretty Hell strong one. Jesus, El. You're about to fight. <laughs> Hello, I mean, I'm all right. A uh, click. Hello. Yeah, no, that is all right. That is all right. That is. A, hey, the kids. Are asleep. <coughs> That's the only time that Daddy gets to drink. <coughs> oh. yes, I've been drinking a lot of uh, apple gym beam recently. Mm. Apple gym beam on ice or apple gym beam with lemonade is really nice too. <coughs> that sounds all right. Give it a crack. I'm just I'm going to give a shout out to our mate there making his uh, bourbons and vodka that I got to pay for at one point. Well, yeah, shout out to Julian, Julian Biggie, Uncle Daddy on Facebook. Thank you, sir, for uh, all the work you do, sir, of uh, with the alcohol you've been um, providing us and brewing. Uh, about a couple of weeks ago, we had the vodka that we uh, at Damo's place, and it was like having moonshine. I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to lose sight in one of my eyeballs. Luckily, you're just having didn't... like a small sip at just the start first, no, just no, to no. see if you... And I didn't go blind. Well, that was the one thing I was worried about because everyone everyone took a sip like this. Right. If we all go out, we go out now, together. Now, I, I mean, when someone gives me vodka, I'm doing, I'm doing the first thing I'm doing is doing a shot. Yeah. So I did a quick shot. And this is just when the week where Australia lifted the restrictions on having more than... I think it was five to six people in your house. Yeah. So we're doing I was like, oh, cool, let's go over. Now, the main question was about you is, um, where's F-Face? Why is he not here? Who are they referring to? Not me. You. Not me. No, no. You're, yeah, you're F-Face. They would, have, they would have not said that. They said, where's the gorgeous man with the gorgeous hair and beard? That's what they would have said. I know that. No, you know said, that too? No. Immediately, when when Julian asked me, where's F-Face? I went, I don't know, probably at home, playing PlayStation and jerking off. <laughs> no, playing PlayStation, watching Magic Mike. Then XL. jerking off. <laughs> Extreme, Kevin Nash, you can see his dick. 
Yeah, I'll need it. No, you don't. I don't know. Oh, so you have seen it. No, I'm guessing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you take over a bit. Your boy needs to use the uh, place. All right, guys, I want to give a bit of a shout out. We're talking about another sponsor of ours, and I'm talking about Luxie.com. Now, if you actually own a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation no, 4, Xbox One, or a Nintendo Switch, Luxie.com is actually going to offer you a discount on their Luxie grips. So on your controller that you use, your olive sticks that your thumbs go on when you're playing games, these grips actually go on there to actually support the use of your hands playing. My days of playing Nintendo 64 many, many years ago, my hand would be red raw in the palm for the amount of times I would be spinning that stick around to play games. What the comfort is that Luxie does is actually give you comfortable grips for your thumbs while playing games. They come in a range of different colors, different textures, and you can check out more information at Luxie.com. And today, with the actual broadcast, using the promotional code BRO247, you will get a total of 15% off your total purchases. That again is BRO, B-R-O, 24-7 at Luxie.com. Check out their grips, again, for your Nintendo Switch, your PlayStation 4, and your Xbox One. All right, guys, back to this matchup here for the NWA World Tag Team Championship, the team of AJ Styles and Daniels taking on America's Most Wanted. Um, this has actually been a really good show. It was actually good that Allen's had a chance to uh, kind of dig on the TNA. It has been something, if you have been following us for many years, that he's been a not a big fan of, uh, really based on the content that they're actually putting forward. But again, that's one of those uh, shows that I've, I've supported this brand for many years there has been ups and downs and i think there's some shows that i want to cover uh between now and the remainder of 2020 showcasing some of the good and also some of the bad and i think alan has to just you know check it out and i think you'll have a good laugh of some of those moments and i think he's just about to join the camera i don't know what he's doing here putting his headphone back in so with this actual team here of styles and daniels i want to tell alan when he joins his mic back on are you there al Oh, sorry. Hello? You're back. Yes. How'd you go? <laughs> Better. Thanks, Let me No, it's, it's Men's Mental Health Week from the 15th of this month to the 22nd. How's Is your it? bubbles? How's you going? I don't want to talk about my balls with you. <laughs> no, I don't want to Well, to be balls. honest, bro, to be honest, bro. That's good. The left one was a bit left and the right one was a bit right. Oh, wow. Which one's your left and which one's your not? What I was going to tell you before, and I forgot sorry, to tell sorry, you. With the, sorry, I've got to move away. got to move away. Uh, oh. You hear that, guys? We all did. Hey, you didn't. We all heard that a lot. So I'm blowing the mic a bit more. No. No, don't tell me um, what to do. Let me just you tell you this, how no. these two became a team. Now, when well, Joe was destroying the X Division, right? Yep. He ended up actually having a match against Daniels where he attacked him post-match with a steel chair and a muscle buster on the chair, right? Which led to AJ Styles coming to Daniels' aid. So Daniels was a heel, didn't want the help of Styles, and then Styles himself fought for Daniels' respect. You know, if Daniels is out, I'll try and take on Joe to get that back for, uh, for Daniels. It led to a really good triple threat match, which actually main-evented a pay-per-view which was the first and only time that the an actual X Division Championship match made event at a TNA show. So you're saying Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and AJ Styles? Yeah. 
Oh, and that was also the only was matchup. This was in 2005. September Unbreakable was the name of the show. And that was actually voted the only time that the Wrestling Observer Newsletter gave oh. TNA a five-star rating was for that matchup. Oh, yeah, big time. And then really from that point, after that feud, they just formed a bond together as a tag team. So yeah, they kind of left the Joe feud and then these two started going. So they would have been a team now for at least seven months, I think. But they've been chasing the tag belts the whole time. But individually, now, they have won the tag belts with separate partners. Yes. Yes, that's right. Oh, wow. Now, what were you saying before there was something that would really make people laugh? What was I, I talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. I can't I imagine you're I, like, well, you guys no, go know. back and listen and, make, and you have a lot to laugh. No, I was just more talking about that. It's good that you get to watch TNA now, and we're going to go through some funny times and some not-so-funny times in the in the brand that they were doing. I want to see some awful stuff, too, of TNA, because I've seen some <laughs> awful stuff. Are you of, sure? Are you oh, sure? Oh, Jesus, yes. I've got some. Oh, I'll, I'll give you some things, then. I'll give you some really... I'll give you a guitar and a pole match. I'll give you a double ladder match. I'll give you a submission ladder match, all right? I'll, I might even give you a submission ultimate X match. Oh. What? <laughs> so someone's going to have a knife and do a flip and then yeah. tap out. They st- I, they tap out by stabbing them. I stab, stab, stab. Tap out. Oh, no more stabbing. So while this match is going, do you want to know about Gail Kimmel? You asked about Gail Kim, didn't you, earlier? Just a question about Gail Kim. Yeah. Is she Asian or is she Samoan or what is her... Heritage, please tell me. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, she's actually from South Korea. Cool. Yeah. She's gorgeous. So she actually left the WWE. This was in 2004. So it says here... Why? Kim participated in the Battle Royal on October 19th, a Taboo Tuesday, which was won mm-hmm. by Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. Kim, however, was released by WWE on November 3rd, 2004, as a result of cost-cutting. Oh. Kim was caught off guard by her release and was told that management wanted to take the women's division into a new direction. What? What's, what's their new direction? Show uh, more ass. Yeah, more TNA, was it? Yeah. We don't want wrestling. <sighs> She's a pure wrestler. My God. So it says here, following her release from WWE and the expiration of her 90-day non-complete clause... She made her debut in independent promotions before going across to TNA in September of that of 05. She made her TNA debut in October of 05, aligning herself with Jeff Jarrett and America's Most Wanted. Okay. Uh, taking part as both Jarrett's manager and AE, um, AE, AE, America's Most Wanted's manager. Yep. And then she wrestled for the first time at Victory Road, which was the month after this, in a six-person tag team match. Okay. And then I think she actually came back. Yeah, she came back in 08 of WWE. Did she? Yeah, it says here, after leaving TNA, she re-signed with WWE in late 2008. She made her return as a fan favourite in on March 2009 on SmackDown, interrupting Divas champion, Championship match between Maurice and Michelle McCool, attacking both competitors. Ooh. <coughs> So she left WWE, that would have been in 2011. Let's see what happened here. So 
Let's have a look. On, yeah, on August 5th, Kim announced on her Twitter that she had quit WWE following the incident. So something happened here. I don't know what that was. I'll read it out to you here. So it says, for the first half of 2011, yeah, Kim feuded with Melina due to Melina's claims that Kim was a horrible friend. The matches between the two mainly took place on superstars and saw Kim emerging victorious in two singles matches on May 30th and June 23. On August 1st on Raw, Kim participated in a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Divas title. However, after the match began, she eliminated herself. She later explained oh, I that... I remember w- this. There? I remember this, yes. She said mm-hmm. Kim later explained that WWE had instructed her to get eliminated mm-hmm. from the match within the first minute, so she decided to eliminate herself. Mm-hmm. And then she quit after that. She jumped. She's what? Over the I top have no rope. memory of that. I remember this. Yep. And then she returned back to TNA again in 2011 to be with Karen Jarrett. Pele kick, uh, beautiful move. I have no memory of that. And yeah, she went on. Um, then she actually had a big matchup with Tessa Blatchard, uh, which was after she became a Hall of Famer in TNA. She was in the Hall of Fame in 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. And she came back as a referee for Tessa's match and then ended up facing a guff against her, which was at uh, Rebellion in April, I think, of last year. I've heard a few wrestlers in interviews talk about Gail Kim and uh, I think Bruce Pritchard as well too. Is he going to do the, oh, look at this. My God, that's amazing for Christopher Daniels. The split leg insult. Yeah. So good. Um, that she is a fantastic wrestler and has mm. a great mind for wrestling but just isn't used properly. Mm. And her, I would imagine her time in WWE, oh, here we go. Well, she Sorry, announced here in March of 2000, Kim, along with Lita and Chris, Chrissy Hemi, announced Kayfabe, a new wrestling show inspired by true events which blends scripted drama with pro wrestling. Who's that? Who's that? So this, so this is Sorelda. So this is actually a wrestler that actually competed in TNA for a little bit. It was mm. just a short deal. She was more of a bodybuilding character that they brought in gonna, to this company. I was going to say, she looks, she looks like your girl, Tori. Kind of like Tori meets China, I reckon. Tori meets China meets Nicole Bass. And, so and, her um, name what? is Jamie Dushi. Uh, she did yeah, mm. very short run in 2006 with this gimmick. Molly Holly. Um, yeah, she ended up being a part of the next month's six-person tag match where it was Styles, Daniels, and Sorelda against Kim and America's Most Wanted. So when you said to me there was going to be some lady action, this, this is, is it? That. This is it. Well, that was a, pretty, that was a bit lackluster. Thanks. It just takes her away. I was hoping for more. Why? What are they doing? What are they doing back there? <laughs> get a camera back there. God damn it. Get back there. Put the same melee. Oh. Because people can't say this, this is what I don't think they're doing. They're just doing a bit of this action. Oh, Alan. What was it mean? Oh. And that's it. So, so, so they don't appear anymore now. I'm just reading about her time in TNA. It was very short. It was when does like Roman Cup come out? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Is he, is come he coming back? back? Is he coming back 20 years later? 30 years later, please? Man, that's one of my favorite episodes. So she just became the neutralizer for Daniels and Styles. Oh, Jesus Christ, on a bike. Was that a bottle? Was that the bottle? No, that was a chair. One, two, 
Jeez, look at the crowd. This is the thing, you know, Styles and Daniels, you know, homegrown talent in TNA. Like, Daniels was known, you know, in Ring of Honor, um, but Styles was born here. You know, that was his, you know, TNA champion, what, X Division oh champ, tag God, champ, Grand so Slam champion. Yeah, the phenomenal forearm. Oh, Do you know that James Storm was in NXT as well? Yeah. Think, Bruce Pritchard talked about it. Yes. He was he he had like two matches, I think, in total. Yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. But the funny thing, right, though, is that he was actually oh. employed already in TNA at the same time. Like, he was, like, in negotiations, went to NXT to see what happened there. He didn't get a contract, did a couple of matches, and then went back to TNA. Well, if you go back and listen to our most previous show, guys, that we did last month of Worlds Collide, I like to think that's what probably happened. ECW. Mm. Oh, my God. Do you reckon they work in partnership TNA and WWE? Do you know I, 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 I talked about this, and, and when you get a chance, please do. Always uh, got the handcuffs. Um, you need to put that up, uh, the Mr. MMA episodes. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's uh, right. I, I said at the time that I think that WWE and TNA are connected somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think it is because there's actually a percentage of ownership that's yes. actually not announced who it is. Just like ECW so, and WWF back yeah. in the day. Because I know Dixie um, still has some stuff with Anaheim Sports, but there's, I, reckon, I reckon there's someone else in that bracket that has a percentage as well. Or almost like a guidance percentage. Yes, they're on the board, they have a seat at the table, but there might be yes. some type of financial support. Very, very true. Going back to Mr. MMA, if I could ask, oh, my God, this move, I remember, oh, you didn't do it. Yeah, it's cool. called the death sentence, that one. No, Watch this here. Watch this by Daniels. I've seen just this. Dro- just drops it. Death Valley Driver. Look at that. Rolling oh, wow. sent on. Beautiful. I remember oh. them doing the last call off a cage. What? Yeah, Storm was holding his opponent and he yeah. jumped on the top of the cage and did the leg drop. If you do decide yeah. to put the Mr. MMA podcast, the ones with you and I, Julian, Damo, in the future, episode where Damo falls asleep is hilarious. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, got, you might have to send them snoring. <laughs> what do you think, mate? <laughs> I think it's the second episode where Julian's on with this. There's yep. probably a lot of editing that needs to be done. Yeah, I'll do that. So I was going to say, he's got the cowboy hat on. What the? Why, though? Yeah. <laughs> why not? He's about to do... Oh! Low blow. Kicking the... Angel's wings. The oh, on the hat. On the, on the hat. On Disqualifying. The hat. DQ, DQ. Oh! Oh! <gasps> Harris just elbows the referee. What the F? Oh, yeah, no, have... I'll have a look. They're on my old hard drive. I don't have the, the SoundCloud account anymore, so I'll no. have to go in and do a bit of a, an edit of some of the old stuff, even the sound you levels know, too. You do, because the, uh, the second episode of Mr. MMA with Julie and I, I'm, yeah. I'd like to go back and slap myself in the face. Oh, Alan. Lord, oh! <gasps> Storm accidentally smashes Harris with the beer bottle. Look at this double team. Yes, he does. Wait a minute, what? Oh, it's a modified rock bottom here. Watch this. See, see, Daniels looks at the glass too and chucks <gasps> it on the glass. Frog oh. splash. Watch, watch Daniels. Frog and splash. And they're going to call for the best moonsault ever. One, two. Oh. We have ourselves new NWA World Tag Team Champions. 
That's cool because you know what I thought? I thought there was going to be a BS ending because of um, um, Brandon Walker attacking the referee. Yeah, well, DQing them. Yeah, you think, you think they would gonna... do that, though? Or they should have done that, actually. I mainly thought that, but maybe the referee's like, you know what? I'll take a bump. And look at the crowd. They love it. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's our first of two title matches and a new champion. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I got excited for that. Oh, oh man. That is... Frank. I really want to swear, but I can't. But you know, that's cool. Very good talent, too. I remember I kind of got back into Ring of Honor when he actually went back there and won the uh, Ring of Honor title. And, and he's one of those guys, too, that was Ring of Honor for so long and never won the world championship. And when he Maybe finally did, it was like you know, a massive tick off the list. He went on to feud with Cody for the championship when Cody was there. Who before, was? Um, Cody Rhodes. Before, there was, before he even did the Elite and stuff like that, Cody and Daniels feuded for the Ring of Honor title. What? Yeah. Man. Cody was in TNA as well, El. Did you know that? No. Yeah, when they rebranded and did Impact Wrestling years, I'm talking like 2015, 16, Time. Randy and, and Cody were both there, El. Then what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> How about we incorporate a bit of uh, that action? Yeah. Well, well you, want, you want some Ring of Honor or you want to just do some Cody in both. TNA? Yeah. Hey, Tom, we're not doing much WWE as much. And if we are going to do WWE, I don't want the new stuff. I want to go old school too. Mm. But some Ring of Honor? Really? Yeah. Man, again, I didn't know what was going on back then. When Cody was in uh, Tina, uh, when Cody was in Ring of Honor, that's when Cody and Kenny were feuding. You know when the Bullet Club was kind of breaking up and you had Kenny Omega doing stuff in New Japan? and Cody, yes. Cody was actually in Ring of Honor. That's where his contract was. Remember when Cody used to have that bear? They used to come to the big bear character. One of the Ring yeah, of Honor shows, yeah, the actual yeah. masked bear was Kenny Omega dressed up and attacked Cody. Yeah. Sorry, Sting's on stage. It looks good here too. It looks very healthy. Last time we had Sting on our camera uh, on our show was with um, Robocop. Yeah. I'm just finding the event where actually Omega and Rhodes faced off in the main event for a Ring of Honor show. Here it is. I think it was Supercard of Honor. Uh, let me find it. So what Sting is really saying is, again, he's only here for one reason. It's not about the world title. It's mm. getting Jeff Jarrett out. You know, we got to rid Jeff Jarrett out of TNA to let stars like Christian, Ron the Truth, let them have an opportunity and Jeff Jarrett's a cancer to tell you, no, we've got to get him out. Got to cut him out of it. So he's pretty much the Triple H. Yep. <laughs> oh, thank you for quickly agreeing on that one. I thought you were a Triple H boy. So here you go, Al. Ring of, it, was, it was the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor number eight, which took place actually in uh, Louisiana in the United States. All right? The main event was actually Cody and Kenny Omega. Nice. Or co-main, yeah. That, 37 minutes 15 that oh. went for. That's yeah. proper. That's yep. Ken Shamrock. We've done this. Yes, the classic times. Yeah, well, the thing yes. is, the good thing this is, is the first Fight show. Guys, Fight TV actually has all the Ring of Honor stuff on there now. So if we do want to do it, we can do it via uh, Ring uh, by Fight. Fight TV. Hey. Oh, those boys, our friends. 
You see Tito Ortiz there knocking out Jeff Jarrett with a big right hand. There it is, Piper. And we are doing a show that features Piper. I've already looked. Oh, did you see Macho Man? Man. Yes. We are doing a show in December, aren't we, that I've locked in already. Yes, that was the show where we had, uh, when Russo (laughs) was stirring the pot and we had Piper come out and really call out Russo and like an unscripted thing. And I've actually read some things about it. Even the Harris brothers were like, what's going on here? Like, because Russo actually took a real swing because he's like, Piper's saying things. Now I'm actually getting offended. Like, this isn't what we were going to talk about. Now you're saying something you shouldn't. And I'm actually not happy. He took a swing and you see the Harris brothers just go, nope, pull them apart. But yeah, it was one of their uh, NWA pay-per-view shows they did in 03. No, and that's the one that, sorry guys, I've lost. (gasps) Was that the, when Raven got his head, head shaved? Yeah, there and was Tom Arnold there with Chris Rock as well. Yeah. Where's yeah, Shivani? Where's Shivani? I don't know. You should get that. Um, maybe skip a few episodes of what happened when. And yep. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he was there. Listen to when Tony was in TNA. Yeah, I'll check it out. I've seen that one recently. I haven't heard it, but I remember them covering it. Skip it. Yep. Skip a few. Just a pure listen to that episode. It's a fantastic mm. episode of mm. what happened when. Oh, Chris. You see this here? Hogan? Oh, I remember this. I remember yeah. this. Because Hogan did an appearance in New yes. Japan, or All yes. Japan, I think it was. Yes. And there was talks that he was coming to TNA. Monty Brown. So Jeff Jarrett says, well, you know, if Hogan won't come to TNA, I'll bring TNA to Hulk Hogan. Yes. And then guitar um, shots him in uh, Tokyo. I remember that. And Hogan didn't actually sign, though. It actually just didn't do anything. It was, I'll see you in about four years. I'll come in 2010 with Bischoff. There's the lethal lockdown cage. Have you watched the table for three? It's just purely called Impact? No. I know know the one you're talking about, but I haven't. No. Is that with Kurt and AJ? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked it out. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. Give that a go, mate. It's good. Oh, Saboom. That was the barbed wire massacre. We actually have a mate that's actually on our Twitter that saw that show and said that's probably one of the most graphic matches he's ever seen. Was that Buff bag? <gasps> yeah, Buff. Buff and Lex Luger. No, sorry. I saw that hell kind of runner from the top of the cage. Well, that was the matchup. That was America's Most Wanted against Triple X. That was at oh. Turning Point. Uh, that was the, the same show that featured uh, Macho Man on it. That, that same event there. Are we doing that one? Oh, that, that's so I'm thinking that for November. Yeah. No, no. Are we doing that one? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> I want to see that spot. He literally Ooh. walks from one side of the six yeah. sides to the other and then grabs on. It's crazy. So we are at an hour and 48, guys. We've still got a while to go. I'm going to drink to that. And it's I am my Tanae. So Tanae is about to introduce the new uh, authority figure. The oh. new GM role that we're going to have uh, for TNA. Sorry. We did we did talk off Mike about who it is, and we, we don't really want to talk about – he's been in the news recently with some stuff that recently broke out. <laughs> don't laugh, Alex. <laughs> I'm sorry, but look at my drink, Tom. Um, Jesus, Alex. Is this plain? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I've got ginger ale with it. Oh, there you go. But goddamn. Goddamn. Yeah. You want... No, I'm not going to do the voice. Don't, don't. Don't do it. You want to see my wife? No. Alan. 
So I'm the show Joey that Janella. we're talking about um, was Turning Point 2004, which was in December. So maybe for December we do the Tony Schiavone show bit. Uh, no, the, the Roddy Piper thing, and we do that show for December. I love it. Yeah. And then we might even slip in a Christmas episode. I've actually found a TNA Christmas yes, one. That was pretty I know funny. You have. Did I send I you that you one? Yeah. Yes, you did. And we're going to so do it, gotta, guys. They're going to dress up as a what? Is it reindeer? Reindeer. <laughs> Sounds very Fortnite. <laughs> oh, man. Here he comes, El. And the thing is, he just had knee surgery in this bit, which is why he's limping. Yeah, because he fell off the scaffold back in um, <laughs> 87. <laughs> Oh, look at him. Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, that's Jim Cornette. Yeah. Makes me want to go into my room and grab my... Look at his I'm knee. A, look at his knee. Jeez. I'm a Jim Cornette guy, but I'm not anymore, sadly. Yeah. Shit, just, man. Do you want to talk about that, or are you just going to no, leave that one? Not, re- not really. No, cool. I, I like just, your style, I think Tom. we just wait it out and see what happens with it all. Yeah, I like just, your guys, style. If you don't know, just search hashtag Jim Cornette on Twitter, and you'll know what we're talking about. Just follow jo- Joey Janela. Yeah. And the uh, other character, uh, the other person that followed him as well, too. Who are you? I've never met you before. I don't okay. need no stinking canes, because he actually had two, and he didn't want them. He wanted to walk on his own uh, his own accord. I like to do the Skywalker match and break both my ankles. Oh. Brian Lass, where are you? Why did you make me watch anything... That's from that twerp known as AEW. It angers up the blood. Makes everything hot. Makes me very, very... Oh, she's cutie. Here's a question. Looking at the audience there, we can see they're really involved. How many people do you think are there watching the show? Yeah, you're not meant to ask me this question because I'm not going to give you a proper answer. Come on. Have a guess. Uh... I don't want to go too silly because you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. Please do because I want to <laughs> go laugh on at you. Go on then. Go, go on, on then. dickhead. Go for it. <laughs> um, 2,000? They had 900. Oh. <laughs> DNA. We didn't crack 1,000, but we're nearly there. I was being friendly. Yeah. I said 2,000. And you'll say, hey, sorry, Al, but... Um, 900? <laughs> it was the capacity of the building, Al. Hey, they only hey. did their shows in one place. Hey, I'm not good. Hey, Larry, you suck a dick. Get off. He's like, oh, shit, I lost my job now. God oh, damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so Jim Cornette's come over as the new commissioner. Yeah. I so it, it's it's kind of like they haven't replaced Zabisco, but he's kind of been brought as, I want to observe uh-huh. what Zabisco's doing. The NWA and Tina have brought me in to watch you, to see what you're doing. Make sure you make the right decision. Have you listened to Jim's uh, shows this week? I listened to the most recent one, which was on Tuesday, which yes, was the drive through. I got a, a few, n- uh, I'm nearly finished, and I'm about three quarters of the way through. So I powered through it on the actual Wednesday morning. Actually, how, was, old, how old do you reckon Jimmy is, El? Jimmy's in his mid-60s, I'd like to think. I'm going to have a look. Yeah. Look at you wearing your TBK shirt over there, boy. Good on you. Point, yeah. I wear it everywhere. Yeah, I, I wear this shirt everywhere. There's a oh. photo. I didn't even know this. I've got a photo that we've got in our, our main lounge room. 
when we went to Movie World last year. Yes. And there's me with like Tweety, Lola Bunny and stuff like that with the kids. And I'm wearing this T-shirt. And Matthew's wearing the TBK pod shirt. Yes, he is. Remember that time he got two shirts? Yeah. So there we are both wearing TBK shirts at a Movie Land theme park. Why don't you post that up? You should post that up when you get a chance. The time that you met the WB characters and they all knew about TBK. They're probably hey, um, hey, Lola, do you know TBK? Cool. Don't worry. Okay, I'll send you a link. Hey, Sylvester, do you like the chips? Do you like Beetlejuice? you like that one? Hey, Lola Bunny, you mean? Hey, yeah. Lola Bunny, do you like TBK? Do you like racing? Why not? <laughs> Let go. <Did> I... <laughs> I haven't got my photo yet. <laughs> That's like the time you met Superman. Oh, you man. asked him for a super docking. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I like choked to even say it out loud in the joke on the show. <laughs> can, I, can I introduce you into a super docking Superman? But I haven't got my photo. <laughs> Don't touch me there. Oh, terrible. I, I dropped my bag. Don't touch I me there. My, that is my no-no square. <laughs> dee, dee, dee. No, 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 no. Oh, man. That's what you're actually... Who's that? So he's oh. taking a... She's saying to the Spanish announce team, which is where we have Conan and LAX, it's was going to mean changes for everybody. Was that Conan and Dave Silver right there, was it? <laughs> Look like Dave Silver. Uh, I love you, Dave Silver. You know what I love about Dave Silver? What's Every that? time that he puts his posted art saying that what the shows are going to be for Conrad's podcast. I always say, thanks, um, thanks Dave, or mm. love you, Dave. He likes it and retweets mm. it. That's great. I love him. He's such a great man. And that's the thing. Like You may think like they're in a bigger world because of their audience base, and they still have their time to write back to a DM or, you know, or like or retweet. It's great. I did actually DM him one time. I said, Dave, and he goes, yeah. What was the time? What was the time as you were on Tony's show? He goes, I think I was on two episodes. I went, thank you, Dave. That was it. All you had to do was say something. Thank you. Oh, it did it for me. And it did it. Uh, a recent follower. We've got Vicky Guerrero is now oh, following us too. Yeah. I can't believe it. Why us? So what happens is Vicky Guerrero Why? is doing a lot of online interviews now for wrestling podcasts. So there's other wrestling podcasts out there that we support that that linked into stuff so she just followed us before we followed her which was great why us though because who are we oh you're alan i'm tommy and did a broadcast but vince russo follows me now yeah it's cool. i follow the vince russo yeah because he goes uh, make a comment and fo- and ask for a comment uh, ask for a follow and i know i've shit on vince russo but but I have Vince Rosso, mm. the brand. Hashtag the brand. I don't care if I sound like a whore. I have Vince Russo following me. I don't care if Jim Cornette is on my screen right now. He can block me all he wants. The brand. Vince Russo follows Alan Ross Harrison on Twitter. What? And the crazy thing is, too, he started following you and me just after we did our, um, what is it, Thunder Show that he was featured on, yeah, with uh, Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger. Because you tagged him. Yeah. It blows my effing mind, guys. I'm just a simple guy, a 36-year-old Australian male that lives in Australia. I'm not that important. I have a great family. But 
thanks to again i'm giving you another shout out to you. the man over there with the beard and, and the man bun has done so much in this 65 episodes of the mm. broadcast guys i cannot believe it and vicky guerrero eddie guerrero's or oh, scott Simon. vicky guerrero's wife of eddie guerrero now follows us i yeah. cannot believe it she recently just did an interview, me, interview with one of our po- uh, podcast brothers that we promoted too. Yeah, she did an interview yesterday that just came out. I'll who, tag who, you in it so you have a look. I'll no, promote no. them. I've got their links here. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> you can see also on his trunks he's got a DVD that you'll see in a second that he's wearing in uh, his trunks that he'll pull out. Now, what? Did you hear that? Yeah. He's, he's naming people that he's beaten. John Cena... Triple H Batista. I don't think John Cena ever fought Scott Steiner. No. Oh, yeah. that we know of. Maybe yeah. it might have been a like a house show or something. Batista? Yeah. He's a fat ass. <laughs> that's what I need on my shirt. I just need to have TBK. Fat ass. And that's replying to me, not you. You, you, want, a, you want a shirt made, do you? Christmas. Here we go. So he's got the unstoppable. I actually have this DVD at Mum and Dad somewhere. Do you? Yeah. That's on the actual apron during the night. And the thing about that DVD stuff too, with the actual Impact Plus, all those DVDs are actually on the network now. Yeah. So it's like the best top ten matches of Joe and stuff like that. See, this is where you open my mind right there, to purely right. because I've never had any desire. <gasps> and how they actually met there. I think Steiner was cutting a promo and Joe was coming up for his match. Mm. And they kind of just like checked each other like, hey, I, I see you. You know, I see you there. And Scott took it as disrespect. Everything I've done, you don't do that to me. You don't stop and stand up and face me like that. Who do you think you are? What did you think of, um, uh, I think it was last week on Raw. No, no, this week on Raw. I didn't watch it, but I saw the uh, the little take that he had a take about um no sorry is that the pay-per-view backlash that yeah. joe spoke about aj styles oh yeah winning the title and, and then he I looked at the camera and, yeah and he licks his lips and, <laughs> and he, moved his head around <laughs> and you're like man you're thinking of wendy aren't you yeah well maybe that that's something they're gonna do you know if joe's back and i don't know what his health's like or his injuries like maybe they do it again maybe you know what i'd be happy with him just being because i know that aj has left raw because he was being <laughs> bullied because he likes to think that the earth is flat. Oh, yeah, I heard that stuff online why he wanted to move across. And then what? No, Heyman's been demoted now to an, just a performer. He was, contract. You, know, why, cause, you know why? Because he was bullying him. Yeah. I, and what? Pritchard's bull- now what? Pritchard's doing Raw and SmackDown now. Yeah, we're not going to have any um, something to wrestle with now. Yeah, yeah. So the end of the year, just do one show, maybe. Oh, yeah, just do that every six that. months. Clash of Styles, look at that, brawling up. I, When you told me last month when we did the Worlds Collide episode, when you said to me, oh, yeah, Samoa Joe, Scott Steiner, I'm like, excuse me, mm. baking powder? What? When did that happen? Yeah, now it's happening. Really cool thing, I'll get you to check this too, after we've done the show tonight. On the very first page of the Impact Plus app, there's actually a thing down the bottom there, it's called Hidden Gems. It's actually matches that you've never seen before. John Mockley was there too. Yeah. You see matches that happen, like even Tommaso Ciampa used to wrestle there too, Well, 
in Tino when he had hair. Yeah. I remember him doing the when I say him, I mean Tommaso Champa doing the spot mm. with Juice and Thunder like a yep. thumb up the bum spot <laughs> in a house show. What's this kid doing? Don't Who is this guy? Jesus, mate. He looks like Beetlejuice's son. Do you remember Beetlejuice? <laughs> yeah, little fella. Yeah. Have you heard the Beetlejuice song? No. Beetlejuice skin is something sucked. No, I have not. And uh, okay. <laughs> I have to show it to you and when you get a chance. I might even show it on Twitter. Yep. And you've um, just retweeted well, it. Well, funny that you're talking about Beetlejuice. On the What Happened When that I'm listening to, it was when uh, Russo had his freaks on there. And Beetlejuice got smashed by Jeff Jarrett in the hallway for talking trash to him. He goes, what did you say, little man? <laughs> yo, yo, man, it's you. <laughs> Smash. Look at Jarrett. Yeah, see, it says X-Title so on it. It just says X-Title. It doesn't say X-Division on the belt. Yeah. So but, while this match is about to start, I reckon I do a bit of a name drop of some new followers that we've got because we're actually oh, up yes. to. I always love this. We're at 7,200. Now. Sorry, inter- sorry, interrupt. Samoa Joe is wearing the black and brown, yeah, uh, tights. He wore that when he took on Necro Butcher. Ah, yes, that we covered, eh? Yeah. In, of course, um, oh my god, episode. Yeah, season one from episode. last year. Yeah. I there's one of my favorite episodes because I'm like, what the is going on? I had he uses no idea. the guardrail, chairs, teeth. That's <laughs> his brain. That's his brain there. <laughs> That's my face going, Tom, what's going on? <laughs> why is he bleeding like that? Why, why is, is there, it so chunky? Why is, there, why is there pink stuff coming out of his ear? Oh, man. Drop us, drop us some of our new followers. So our newest one is the Blade Job Wrestling Podcast. Ooh. Get this, guys. These guys are new. They only have 19 followers. So they were us. All those years ago, you got to start somewhere. So shout out to these fellas. Uh, they're actually called yeah, the Blade Job Wrestling Podcast, a pro wrestling podcast made by two broke college kids. Your hosts are Ethan Carnes and Walker Stewart, available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and more. So thank you, guys. As you're saying that, I'm going to follow them and I'm going to retweet. I hope you guys go well. As you're sorry to interrupt, you keep talking. I'll be back. Our next one is the Taken the Bump podcast, part of the Outlaw Wrestling Network, hosted by James underscore TBB, talking WWE, AEW, New Japan and Impact. Connect using the hashtag TTBD underscore live. Check them out on Twitter at T or T the B podcast on Twitter. We've also got TNA Cross the Line podcast at TNA Cross the Line, Cross the Line TNA, a retrospective podcast that looks at the genesis of TNA wrestling featuring Bob Colling Jr. and Dallas Grindy of the OCA pod. First episode out now. Check them out, guys, at the Cross the Line TNA on Twitter. We also have, let me go through my network, the SIP Network. We are a new group of podcasters who love podcasting and decided to pull our resources together and creativity to start a podcast network and call it the SIP Network. Check them out at Network SIP, that's S-I-P there on Twitter. 
We also have James from the 90s Wrestling Podcast. Check him out at 90s Wrestling Pod on Twitter. They're from England. We also have, there's just so many guys, the IC Pod. So check him out, the IC Pod, uh, which is a wrestling podcast with Bob Colling Jr., Austin Skinner, and Dallas Grindy, where they actually go back and watch the very first Raw from 1993 and start there. We've also have, who else we got? We got Wrestling Facts at Wrestling Facts on Twitter. Uh, we've also got, this is Chris at DDT Archives. You can check him out at DDT Archives. Another side thing, too, I don't know if you've seen it, Al, recently. There's a guy that's actually been making up the old WCW for WWE 2K19. Have you seen his stuff? This guy has no. literally made no. a video game himself. So using the 2K engine, which we know is better than the 2020 engine, he's literally made the yes. roster from, like, early 90s to the end of WCW. The Giants, Scott Steiner, Buff Bagwell, Harlem Heat, Charlie Mart- uh, was it Sherry Martel, Ric Flair, Sting. And you can download all his content. He's got rings. He's got pay-per-view events. I'm trying to find his details. Because <coughs> I did have it here. <coughs> have a drink, bro. Have a drink. <coughs> have a drink. Pause for a moment. Shut Stop up. and go get No, no, I'm not shutting up. I took the mic away. I thought you were making fun of my voice. No, 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 no. I was going to say... Steiner didn't want to sell that. No, he didn't. He just let someone dry drop. Have you got more drink? No, I just finished my can. Well, stop then. Pause. Oh, no, not not pause. Go and get a drink. I'll call some spots and then go back. Go get another can. Wait here. Yeah, you mate. All right, here we go, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Samoa Joe and Steiner outside of the ring. Oh, God. Severe. Oh, Oh, Steiner. Getting in the face of the fans, fantastic. Clinching a fist. Scott Skyner throwing Samojo back in the ring. One kick. He's heavily breathing here. The crowd cheering for Joe off the ropes. Clothesline. Is he going to do it? He's going to flick the arm up. Drops down, kisses the muscle, and hits him with the elbow. No, 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 ref. Only a count of one. I only want to do push-ups. That's right. I'll do six. Did you count? Did you count? Some Joe heavy right. breathing right here. Steiner trying to ask for the crowd to be here. But, oh, is he is he the face here or is he the heel? Who is this? Uh, Steiner heel. So he yes, actually yeah. joined uh, TNA as a henchman for Jeff Jarrett. Yes, he did. Okay, so here it is. It's called the WCW Project. It's done by a guy with his hashtag is at NWO123456. So that's his Twitter account. That's at NWO underscore 123456. I like to think what his Um, password is to his uh, Twitter account is um, 123456 exclamation point, exclamation point, um, question mark, question mark. Hack, hack, hack. No, He recently put this picture up. That's this picture he put up recently that he's been drafting to make up. Are you going to share I'll, that? I've already retweeted it, yeah. Good boy. Do you see the powerbomb then? Yeah. Donald just did a powerbomb. And now look. It's the Moa Joe. It's a Komori. No, triangle choke, Al. No, that's Komora. Um, Check him out, Al. Check, go on to the Twitter and go, yeah, NWO underscore one, two, three, four, five, six. He's, give him a follow. 
Yeah, you can actually download all his creations on the store. They're already in the uh, the Crater Wrestler on the 2K game, and some of them are so lifelike, El. Like, it's fantastic. The guy's work, the detail that he puts in, good work, you. Well, I will... Oh, listen to that crack action. Very nice, brother. Um, That's cold, that. Very cold. Very fresh. Some ice in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a bit, hell, there's a bit of ice in that. <laughs> hey, Daddy. Yeah. Uh, shut up. That. Yeah. Hey, yeah see, see his head bopping back there, Steiner? Yeah, there, there was a little bit. Did your missus ever call you Daddy? Nah, never. Yeah. All right, good. No. Nah. Okay. I call her Bub a lot. I don't think I've ever been called Daddy or anything like that. Yeah, I get Bubba Bum. Bubba Bum. <laughs> yeah, that's me. You no, start twerking, that. you start twerking, do you? No, no, no I get her. Bubba Bum. Hey, Bum. <laughs> What's that, Bub? You want a Bubba Bum? Okay. Underhook, full Nelson, lift up, bang. I, yeah, right? I, I would do the, what's <laughs> up? But I would be down there for hours. <laughs> I can't get up. I'm sucking. What's up? <laughs> oh, I fell over. Broke my arm. I can't get help, babe. Help. Help, babe. Help. I love you. I love you. Where are we? Um, two hours, ten, guys. Yeah. We still have another 46 minutes of this TNA action. And what Steiner appeared in our Capital Combat 1990 show that we did, eh? Yes, Which was they, they lost the tag belts to Doom. Doom. So what? This is twenty. This is twenty six years later from Capital Combat that we watched that show. All right, hit Don West and uh, oh no, okay, fine, don't. Look out! Look out! Look out! Oh, Rudy Charles Ooh. takes the chair away and gets shoved down. Yeah. Oh no, he's still standing. Rudy Charles is like, I ain't no bitch. I stand. But this is interesting here, right? Because <laughs> Joe has actually was a heel a few months earlier, so it's kind of like. Semi heel Samoa Joe taking on the heels, um, Scott Steiner. But Joe is a sort of hashtag in the middle, sort of neutral, neutral, neutral. Hash- oh, he's going to slap. Did he do it? And get this right: only two months earlier, in April, he did an open challenge for anyone to take him on in the sticks, sides of steel, Joe, for the X Division title, Joe, and it was um, answered by Sabu. What does the referee say? He said, if they don't get in the ring, we'll declare it a count out, a double count out. They took on Sabu, Joe versus Sabu, in a steel cage. Yeah. that This year, two months earlier. Far out. And it was probably interesting because it kind of limited um, Sabu then because he wasn't able to be as aerial because he can't go outside the ring. Can't grab a table, can't yeah. grab a steel chair. And Joe won in six minutes, ten seconds to retain the X Division title. Is this match right here for the exhibition title? Or is this no, like really... no, single matchup. It's a single. I still can't look at Steiner with the eyes. He needs a mullet. <laughs> he, he needs, needs glasses the on. Mullet that he, <laughs> he needs... Thank yeah. you. Just let him wrestle with the glasses on. <laughs> Question. Oh, what did you yeah. think of Steiner's time in the WWE? Was it needed? The, the, the second time around? This, yeah, this, this Steiner. Um, I didn't... I always wanted to ask you this question. I think coming into Fast Triple H, that was a dream for me because I've always loved Triple H. Scott Steiner, I loved in WCW, so it's like, wow, this crossover. 
but again, they just, just didn't work together. Yeah. You, know, you watch their Royal Rumble matchup, their No Way Out match, they just did not work together. It just didn't work overall. Yep. It's just the Clash of Styles. It was like Rick Rude and Ric Flair. They're not going to work. It doesn't. It's not Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair. People always said that Rick Rude and Flair didn't work well. It's just a clash of styles. Flair didn't know how to work Rick Rude style, and Rude worked a different style to Ric Flair. My God, so, man, that is a thing of. Sorry to, just to interrupt you right there, but that terminology there is incredibly true. Yep. If you any of our listeners, if you've gone back and watched Rick Rude, Ric Flair, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work because they're both heels. Mm. Who are you meant to go for? No yeah. one. Yeah. And you watch that, and their matches are they're okay, but they just you, the, the crowd are confused. It's like, well, we don't. Why would we cheer Rick Rude? Oh no, <gasps> Flair. no, we don't like Flair. There's Flair's the clutch. Kind of clutch. Um, what was I saying? What was I talking about that for? Oh no, yes, yeah, Steiner's time. Um, yeah, well, after, the, after the Triple H feud, when he went on to do the testicle stuff with Test and Stacy, it was like, what the hell is this? But then he he you, went on to beat Test and he won Test's services, not Stacy's. And then, yeah. like, then both of them didn't want Stacy. So it's like, oh, so they're just a team now. It, right. It, it sounds wrong, but it was like watching two dudes in an abusive relationship with Stacy. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was. It was like that moment where you're like, oh, so you don't like Stacy. And you don't want Stacy to show her assets off and stuff like that. It, it was just. Well, I didn't first, like it. Steiner came to help her. And then Steiner then sided with Test in the end. And you're like, what the? And then Stacey's with nobody. She's with the Hurricane doing Super Stacey. But then, it's HIT. I might actually look. When well, did then. he leave that company? Like, what was his last feud or anything? Oh, my God. Oh, did you so see Steiner, that? He went to do a normal German. Yeah. And he fully flipped him. Um, so he left Fantastic. here. Let me look at my timeline. Because it wasn't, it wasn't a long contract. Yeah, 2002 to 2004. Um, his what? last... Sorry? Yeah, Steiner was there for two years. Sto- was he? Yeah. My yeah. God. I remember watching all that, though. I remember, yeah. uh, I think, because I was watching with you, too. Well, it says here, his last WWE match was the 2004 Royal Rumble, lasting over six minutes before being eliminated by Booker T. Steiner suffered an injury in 2004, sidelining him for two months. While injured, he was released by WWE in August of 2004. That was in 2004, sorry. Yeah. And then it says, yeah, and then he wrestled a little bit in indies against Disco oh, Inferno and Jeff Lewis. Oh. And that's how he pinned him. What? I thought this would be a muscle buster ending, but it was the snap suplex, the snap power slam. Yeah. Keeps his streak alive. His song hasn't changed. No. Do you know who would actually go on to break his streak? Let's see if you can have a guess. He debuted only three months after this event. My money was ex-WWE star. No, ex-WWE star. It was a big coup. Probably the biggest coup Tina ever got at that time period. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah. I see his head open. Yeah. Uh, Um, Sorry, interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Will we yeah. see some Kurt Angle action in the future on this show? On yep. TNA. So, I, you know, I was talking about Main Event Mafia. Yes. 
there's a show where he actually is the champion in that show that we're thinking about. And it's no, next month. I'm thinking next we're month. Not, we're not thinking about. We're doing. Yes. Kurtz, Kurtz. There's actually a few different Kurt matches I found recently that I would like to do. So I've well, got a few. Yes. Uh, oh, hey, not just be more Kurt Angle on that. Victory Road on Sunday. July yeah, that was a pretty 16th. good card. I actually I was thinking about doing that, but there's another one popped up, and I thought, yep, I'd rather do that one instead. Hey, guys, pretty much Tom, Tom right here, T. H O M is got the uh, got the run of the reins here, guys. He's going to decide what we're doing, and I'm okay with that. I'm just going along with the road. Um, click hello. That's why <laughs> you're, th- you're there. <laughs> that should be a shirt for me, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> click hello. <laughs> you're there, bro. Yep. Let's get all started, I'm doing right? is it's pretty much doing the ear action, going looking into the camera, going hello. Is someone there? <laughs> oh, man. And, guys, this is the first pay-per-view I've done with um, actually listening to the sound of the show. Because before the show started, Tom did say to me, Hey, Al, you need to listen to the actual content of tonight. Because mm. to- I don't think they, actually, they don't offer actual subtitles, I don't believe, on the... Uh, Impact Plus. That's Christian okay. Christian, same, same exact attire that he was wearing in that previous timeline. I wonder if he actually owned the rights of this because he actually had – because there's his so, – Yeah, so he, what I can tell you is that yeah, Christian, the, Christian Cage was his old name he had independently years earlier. Mm. So when he was first working with Edge, when he was Sexton Hardcastle, yes. Christian had a different name, but he actually had the Christian Cage name in that time period. I'll load it up here. Um, do you know he actually returned to TNA again after this? Even though he went back to WWE, he came back again. What year? Uh, this would have been. It was a, a literally a one-time deal. This was so he was in TNA from so 05 to 07. He was the champion or having championship mm-hmm. runs. He came back in 2012. Pardon me. And the thing about that, that was actually a partnership between WWE and TNA because <gasps> what you just said there, Thomas, what? it's true. What TNA WWE partnership? And the reason being is Ric Flair was in TNA and Christian was in WWE, right? During the Hall of Fame, they wanted Flair to come to the Hall of Fame to be a part of the induction ceremony stuff, and they said, "Well, okay." And they said to Dixie, "Who do you want?" And Bruce Pritchard's talked about this. He said, who do you want? Yeah, and I thought they were going to say John Cena or Batista. They said, we want Christian. Dixie said, I want Christian. And it's because Dixie and Christian were really close. Like, she liked the work that he did. And he left TNA in good ways, yeah. And is that why? Because of all people to have on your show, Christian. Why Christian? Yeah. all people, yes, he was with... Edge, but yep. Edge was the guy who went to the top and became WWE champion. Christian became ECW champion. Yeah. Did he become W? Did he become world champion? He became the world heavy. So when, uh, so with the storyline, it was when Edge suffered his last injury. You know, when Edge had to vanquish the belt or relinquish the title, and Alberto Del Rio was feuding against Edge. There was a mm. ladder match at Extreme Rules that next month after Mania. 
He won the mm. ladder match to actually become world heavyweight champion. Kind of like Eddie and Ray. See, guys, right there, your boy right here, Alan, had no effing idea. The encyclopedia over here known as Thomas, TBK Tom on Twitter, is like that. Me? Did I have any idea of it? No. I don't mm. know how to wipe my bum. Does he know how to wipe his bum? Sometimes. You ring the bell, do you? I go click and go, hello. We're coming, sir. There's a, there's a few of us. Your turn, mate. Yeah. you got to switch him out. I, I don't want Brian again. He doesn't go and do a job. He, he lives... He leaves skiddies behind. There's always a pilot. There's always a pilot oh, called a ship behind. Oh my face hurts. Uh, was that the co-main no, so event? That's the co-main. This is the main event. Yeah, this is it. Um, yeah. So when Flair inducted the Four Horsemen into the Hall of Fame, they said, "Can we bring him across to WWE?" And TNA got Christian, and Christian came out in the pay per view and cut a promo as Christian Cage. And said, I want to say, you know, I may have been gone for a while, but man, I love this audience. And it was like his send-off. It was like, I'm not going to come back here again, but thank you guys for having me here tonight. He didn't even do anything. There was no match or anything. If you guys, <laughs> WWE is giving me millions of dollars. Suck it. <laughs> WWE like. rules. WWE rules. <laughs> Yeah. What he should have done is actually worn a Christian Cage top, took it off wearing a WWE shirt or something like that. Eat this shit like a pikelet. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite things to say in life. Uh, and that's not... And I'm going to just give a shout-out to a friend of mine from the old days. That's not originally an Alan Ross Harrison line. That's actually a good friend of mine back in the day. His name was Luke. I used to work with him back in the day, Lucas or Luke. And he said it in a rap with a couple of friends in the back in a of the rap. day. And a rap. R A P. Not R A. They, they were standing by a bin and they were just rapping. <laughs> oh, smoking Durga. <laughs> Yo, check, man. Check, check, check. Yeah, man. Go, go, go for it, boy. Go for a boy. And he goes, uh, eat that shit like a pocket. And he wasn't British. No, he was Australian. <laughs> and he, I actually stole that from Luke. And I saw him about a week ago. And I talked about this actual segment. Yeah. And I said, eat that shit like a pocket. And he goes, hang on, Al. I went, yeah, Luke. And he goes, I don't want to wait. I'll wait for him. I'll go like, cockeye. <laughs> like, yeah, here we go. He's going to figure it out. And he goes, I said that. I went, yeah, you did. And I took it and I put it in there. He goes, tell me the episode. So I told him the episode. It was from uh, WrestleMania 17. And yeah. he went back and listened to it. And he messaged me on Twitter going, you bastard. I fucking love you. Excuse That's my awesome. French. And, yeah. And you remember Luke, too. He oh, yeah. He used to come over to our friend. He'd yeah. come over to our place and watch the wrestling and tell us to shut up. Did he ever shave his head? Did he have to shave it all? Yeah, he's bald. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good work, mate. But he's also a dad. No. John, he's in the club now. He's the a dad club. He's, a, he's in the dad club. So King of the Mountain. F the Mountain. No. I don't get why World Heavyweight is so small off the top there. We can't fit it in the font. So what there? Will Christian be the first L? Because no champion has ever gone in. <laughs> no champion has ever gone in. Shut up. You win, Pyro. Yeah, and you get a rose. 
I'm no, there's, against there's been what three, two of these matches, and no champions ever retained it. Yes, my my money because I haven't seen any of the results on um, Wikipedia. My money is on this boy right here, Jeff Jarrett. All right. All right. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> In the show now, guys. <laughs> right, I want to read about Christian. I want to tell you about Christian. This is I definitely I never really Christian. read into this about why he left. No, but why he left though. So it says here on October. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. Why did he leave the WWE? His contract expired. It says here. Uh, Yeah. Do you want want to sign on? Well, it says here on October 31st, his contract expired with WWE. According to wrestling journalist David Melzer, Russo, or Renzo, which is his last name, was asked on the spot to sign a new contract, but he declined. His last match occurred during the tapings on November 4, SmackDown, where he and JBL lost to Rey Mysterio and Matt Hardy. Sorry, sorry, stop. Why does K-Quick have the same song that he has in WWE? What's up? Is that What's the same up? song? Yes, it is. It is. The same Listen, song. What the? Sorry to interrupt, but why? WWE own them. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That literally is the song. Oh, there's um, Larry Zabisco in the ring. All right, going back to you. Yeah, he's, he's going to hold up the belt for the, when everyone comes. Yeah, yeah so he actually, yeah, despite his quitting, Christian yeah. appeared on the October 31st episode of Raw and at Taboo Tuesday, fulfilling his obligations as one of the five SmackDown wrestlers eligible to be voted for Chris Masters and Snitsky's opponents by the fans. Before leaving WWE, Christian filed for the trademark of the nickname Captain Charisma, which allowed him to use it as Christian Cage in TNA Wrestling. But after a WWE disputed the trademark claim by citing a provision in the terms of his old contract for using it, he started calling himself the Instant Classic. Sorry yes. to interrupt again. Is that the Sinister Minister yeah. from ECW? Well, the last time that we saw him was when we covered our TNA show, he was managing the Disciples of the New, uh, the new Church. Which was oh, a heel team. Yeah, forgot. because Abyss yeah. was called Justice was his old name and he wasn't yeah. doing this gimmick yet. That's insane to me. He always looks like yeah. Rom Zombie. These two worked so well together. It was like Paul Bearer Kane mixed up. Like it was like Bearer didn't wow. talk a lot. What a great what a great analogy. So well. yeah. What a great analogy. That is pretty much it. Is this triple H or is oh I oh, know. Triple H uh, can't play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that guy! It's the game in TNA. Why oh, he lost his job? Sorry, you were saying? Uh, yeah, oh, so he actually, so TNA said to him, well, WWE who, said you can't who, use Captain Charisma. You can't oh, use that. Christian. Yeah, so he called himself the Instant Classic Christian Cage. Um, he could refer to himself with it, but he couldn't have it written anywhere. And this is going to be an interesting man's match to watch. Yeah. So I, I have no idea what's going on. And I'm partially drunk, but I'm feeling good. I was going to say that you're about to fall on the screen there. No, I've got you <laughs> on one screen here up in the corner and some wrestling over here in the other action. In action. Right, let me get my notes back up here. Yeah, go for it. Ooh. Oh, there he is. So Had the a really world cool champion. song, though. Good song. It's not the Just Close Your Eyes song that he had in WWE. It's a similar version with no lyric. For the peeps on the back. Well, 
I think we found our song for the night, guys. Yeah, which one? Christian. What you just said there, that could be huge. In the, if you want, only if you want to. The song. The just close your eyes. If you'd like, please. So stick around, guys. And stick around and just play a good, um, if we can get up to that, you know, good four-hour mark, which we ha- won't. The good three-hour mark. You're going to get Christian good. song 20 times, okay, people? Yeah. <laughs> okay, when's the show in? Oh, can we stop? Look at that I'll belt, press well, that's the thing, like digging the WWE network, old school stuff, seeing like the Harley race, you know, Rick Sorry Flair. Sorry, yeah. yeah, what? One championship belt you would love to own, you, Thomas Harrison. Probably the NWA title. This one here? Yeah, this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what wrestler would you, you knew was wearing it around their, their, their lower region? Who yep. would it be? Who would, Who would be? I want to see one day have a reign no, of no, it? No, 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 sorry. You know they've just taken, they've just won that title, Yeah. but they've given it to you straight away. Who would be the wrestler that would take the belt off? They've just won it and they give it to you. Who would be the wrestler that you would want? It could be any. I'll probably, any, say, I'll probably say Nick Aldis. I love Nick Aldis' stuff that he's wow. doing now. He's doing some great stuff now. Right. Yeah, yeah he's, he's reinvented it. I think, you know, he's the longest. I think he's like 600-plus days as champion now, too. He hasn't lost it since he uh, won it the second time, which was the win over Cody Rhodes after the... What a, fan- uh, yeah. what a fantastic answer, brother. Yeah, Jeremy Bordash, look at him. He's doing WWE now. Mine would be the 24 ever, 24-7 title when Tyson... <laughs> Tyson O'Neill won it. Because the very I'm a first Because <laughs> I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> so why don't you kill me? Drive by body pierce. Nipple. Hang what on. What was that? Is it a burning? It like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> There's the guy who has both nipples pierced back in the day. No. I will say, one of the worst stories was going that to that beach that time with you. <laughs> you got smashed by a wave backwards that set you forward onto the sand. And you've got out of the water, and you're wearing a white tee, and just Wolverine. this blood piercing from your chest. Alan, you're bleeding. Wolverine singlet. Where? And you're like, shit, where's my piercing gone? I'm like, gone. Lost it. What are you need <laughs> to rip out. Yeah, you have to give some people some background. <laughs> I this at one time, I might have both my nipples pierced, but, you know, I wasn't into that kinky shit. He had a chain attached to both of them. What's, what's <laughs> in that? No. <laughs> That then connected to the zip mask. <laughs> Is that Earl or Dave? Uh, that's Earl. He actually gets booed as well when they introduce him. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. I was just wondering who it was. Still looks really good. Still. Looks very healthy here. Yeah, but where's Robocop? Is he coming, Tom? <laughs> Where is he? Don't worry. There's, there's a cage. This, hey, where is he going to open the cage? I'm going to keep this joking. This joke to the is Robocop coming? I'm going to make Robocop. you a shirt that says, Where's Robocop with Robocop on it. And it's me going, <laughs> <We're> Looking. <laughs> like, where's Wally? I'll do, Where's Wally Allen? Where's Robocop? <laughs> He's coming, Daddy, isn't he? 
Look at Jarrett climbs up the ladder and poses. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett to win this match tonight, guys. Even though it's um, Earl Hebner. Oh no, Tem- go Christian. What? Tampa, yeah. Florida, by way of Canada. Thank you. Great belt. It's just it's such a history belt. Like I, I think growing up, I did never really was into it, and I actually think I owned a toy, a wrestling figurine that actually came with that belt. I'm trying to think who it was that actually that came with. But I had the NWA title on one of my figurines. Might have been a TNA toy, maybe. But no, no, no. You're right. I'm just trying to think back to who it was. Yeah. Hmm. Because I didn't own a Jeff Jarrett or anything like that, or a K. No, you Here didn't. We go. Look, no, here you we didn't. Go. Bang. So this is we're at two thirty-three oh. thirty-six now. So this is about twenty-three minutes it goes for. So Christian jumped off the ladder. Didn't really look like it really worked. I'm afraid that it might have hit someone in. In the crowd. So the rules, Ali, you're clear on the rule set. What What's going on here? Could you explain? Okay, so it's multi-person matchup. If mm-hmm. a pinfall or a submission is done to you, you must go into the penalty box for two, I think it's two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. After that time, during that time, the person that did the pinfall or submission will ask for the belt from the referee. They can then take that belt Climb yes. up the ladder and hang the belt above the ring. If you do that, you win the championship. Christian dancing there. Yeah, that's what you deserve, white boy. Kick in the face. But even though, say that's like, say for example, Jeff Jarrett gets pinned first and goes into the actual pod, that doesn't mean he's out of the match. He can still qualify for a pinfall after he gets back in, and just and it can be pinned multiple times as well. But you just have to go into the penalty box. Gotcha. And okay. again, I've, ne- I've never seen this before in any other promotion. No promotion's ever done this similar concept. I know Mexico have had similar things with with AAA, but this is the first time I've seen this done. Yeah, I've heard something about it. Because they did the six-sided ring too. That's what they used to do, or still do. What? Yeah. Okay, what was the concept of the six-sided ring? Why was it? Because they wanted to join up with, um, say... Um, uh, I think it was Jeff Jarrett wanting to UFC? be different. No, I think it's just let's change it up. Let's we already see four sides. Let's do something that people don't see. That's also giving more space to the ring. You know, it's a more chance to have a multi-person matchup. And if you look at Abyss's tattoo, what you'll actually see that tattoo has got all this scarring through it, and that's actually from his barbed wire match against Sabu, where he literally had his tattoo was ripped apart from the barbed wire in that oh, match. Oh God! Uh, he's also missing most of his upper teeth at the moment. Yeah, he wears a, a mouth guard with fake teeth. Oh, and he's, and he's in the yeah. office of WWE. Oh. Works, oh, wow. You see how close Ron the Truth was to hit that bar, though, in the middle part of the ladder? He just what is, missed it. Uh, what is Sting doing to on, on top, top of, of the, the Why? Please don't. Here he goes. Ghosting. Shooting stuff. Ghosting. You're 80 years old. What are you doing? <laughs> 80. <laughs> do it. Do what it. are you doing? What are you oh. doing? Oh. Everyone come together. Everyone come together. <laughs> Look up catch here. Catch the old man with face paint. Catch, catch, catch. Far out. Oh, man. Commercial break. Yep. Faded. Yep. Look at Ron, Ron the truth. What the? Oh, yeah, I'll go down too. Yep. So this goes for a total of 23 exactly, and there's actually five pinfalls in this match. So five pinfalls do occur, and as I said, it could be multiple people. 
they get pinned. I'm just thinking too, while we're actually doing this match, guys, I should actually give a shout out to our final sponsor. And I'm talking about triumphchairs.com. If you guys dig your gaming, as you do with your Luxie Grips and your Rogue Energy, I think you need to sit down and style. And we're talking about the Triumph Chairs chairs that they have. Some great, comfortable chairs that you can use for your PC gaming, your digital gaming, your iPads, your Androids, your PlayStation, your Switches or whatever. You can get a great deal at triumphchairs.com. Using the promotional code BRO247, that's B-R-O-247, on your purchases, you will get 10% off at triumphchairs.com. They have racing series, ultimate racing series, RGBT series. So check them out at triumphchairs.com. Beautiful. So there's our first pinfall, if you've noticed there. We had uh, Ron the Truth rolled up Jeff Jarrett, and Jarrett is now in the pod. So Jarrett's a little and, timer there. For two minutes, he has to be in the pod now. And Larry Sabisco is the cage master. Yeah, keeper, keeper of the, the key. Or, yeah. Yep. Yep. I just noticed, you see those four, there's like three tables all stacked on each other right where the announce table is as well. I don't know where they got mm-hmm. built, but ladder to the face of Ron the Truth. And these two here, Abyss and Christian, had some awesome wars. They had uh, The previous event before this was Sacrifice. They had a massive matchup for the NWA title. And they actually had a thing where Abyss came to Christian's house in the storyline, yeah. Broke into Christian's home and assaulted him in his home and threw him in a pool with a chain around his neck. Yeah, tried to drown him. Was it like when Triple H came to Randy Orton's house and his missus had a fake scream? The yes. three screams and it didn't make sense because it was shit. <laughs> that was shit. Yeah. It was a uh, yeah, sacrifice on May 14th, 2006. And they actually fought. It was so um, TNA actually made up their own version of TLC, but they called it full metal mayhem. All right. So full metal mayhem actually came from Jeff Hardy when Jeff feuded with abyss early in his career. And it was tables, ladders, chairs, and anything. But pinfall, it would actually be a pinfall finish where TLC would be climb up, grab something. Full Metal Mayhem was a pinfall matchup. But it would involve tables, ladders, and everything, tax, when they'd be started bringing tax in. Yep. So just then, Christian got a roll up. So even though the clock's ticking, Abyss has to go in. So just so as him. Jeff Jarrett's about to come out, Abyss is about to go in. So he's talking to him here. Let me get out first. Okay, now you go in. So there's two of our five pin. Oh, great drop kick by Sting. What are you doing there? Missing, missing, messaging Julian because he's asking if I have any PS4 games for him. And I said, I will let you know after the TBK recording. Yeah. What's that, Al? What's a TBK morning? Recording. (laughs) I said recording. A TBK morning is when you and I sit around coffee and talk about shit. Yep. Yeah. And guys, we've actually done a few all-day recordings. I remember we did once. We started at like eight, and we were done at like four. So yeah. Like we recorded literally for what what eight or nine hours, and and we did like three shows. We did like oh my gods. I think it was the Crown Jewel show we did. We did that was like a four and a half hour show that. Yeah. And then we yeah. did like some oh my gods and stuff after it. So. Yeah, well, Christian's in the ladder now. The chair stuck here. He's trying to close it. Oh, yeah. Well, 
Another thing, too, talking about Jeff Jarrett, I actually watched, I'm up to episode three of The Undertaker, The Last Ride on the network. Yeah. And I noticed the most recent one at the end of number two where he did the John Cena matchup. Jeff Jarrett greets him in the entrance ramp when they're walking up behind the curtain there. You see, really quick as Jarrett was in the Hall of Fame the night before. So at the gorilla, you see Jarrett give him a, you know, a bit of a handshake, pat on the back as Taker walks through. I mean, there's Jeff Jarrett there with Taker. Old school attitude well, era. Jarrett is part of WF now, isn't he? Yeah, agent. Yeah, backstage. Yeah, exactly. But well, it even makes you think more. Maybe there's still ties there with TNA. There is. And maybe there is that thing, TNA and uh, Well, is WWE. there? Because I don't watch any current um, TNA stuff. But yeah. Do you think there is? Um, if it is, they're not, they're not saying anything. They're not making it known. Uh, mm-hmm. TNA now is a lot smaller than TNA here. So okay. we're, we're seeing, you know, 900 people. TNA in the last probably couple of years, we weren't even getting 300 people out. After the Hogan time, when Hogan and Bischoff left, TNA just went really low. Like kind of what Ring of Honor was doing. They were really struggling to fill a small stadium. They weren't getting anybody there. They're going big now with some of the, the signees coming in from the WWE after that big release pre and post WrestleMania. Yeah. But TNA, it's probably its best, biggest time I liked was this time period here. When they started to go outside of Orlando and go more worldwide, <gasps> doing shows in Japan. And Alan. Sorry. Stop doing it straight, man. Are you having it with no, me, mate? I don't know. Ginger. I am, but. Yeah. Is that a whole bottle we had tonight, Al? No, I've got. Oh, the two. I'm drinking two straights because I'm watching TNA, guys. Oh, <laughs> Maybe no, this also, match will get better. <laughs> it, it, no, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. I might be, I might have dissed this stuff back in the day, but this is pretty good. Hmm. This is it, pretty good stuff. This what's is this, for the, What's this? What's oh, your Jared? What? To the guardrail, L. The stroke to the guardrail to run the truth, and it pins him outside the ring. What? Can't pinfall anywhere. Truth is <sighs> in the pod now. So that means Jarrett can go to the top and hang so the, the belt up. Yeah, so the ones that can qualify is Christian, Jeff, and I'm trying to think who else. Someone else might be able to qualify, is, can climb up now. But Sting, Sting can't yet. I don't think Abyss no. yet. But I think it was Ron the Truth. Yeah, because Truth, Christian, and Jarrett can now climb. They can ask for the belt if they want it. Well, there goes Jarrett in the crowd there. Look at that I Spy shirt. That's the uh, Alex Shelley shirt. I Spy with, like, rainbow colour. It's like an eyeball. Nice. What the? You keep talking, I'll be back. No worries. So once again, guys, thank you for actually downloading this show. We're coming up to on our recording of just under three hours, which is uh, quite a standard for our show because we usually produce over three hours when we do our larger companions. Uh, it's been a pretty big year so far. As we know, we did change our direction uh, back in April going forward by doing a mixture of TNA and some old NWA stuff. Um, at the end of this show, I will announce what we're doing for July. Uh, August is going to be good too. And September, I've got some big things planned that I'll chat to Alan off, off mic and around planning a couple of events to do there. Uh, but again, you know, this time period, this time period of TNA, I think I would have been, I think here, I would have been 20, I think, and I was, I don't think, I might have been living at home, then I think I was, 
But I would check this out. You know, we didn't have impact. We couldn't watch the impact shows, but the pay-per-views we would get. So the only way that I would know what was going on week by week is just using the internet, you know, going and reading results. But the main pay-per-views came in, I think it was 2003, four with their weekly shows. And I think, you know, they're still going strong today. And I think, you know, TNA, you know, with their time with Billy Corgan and Dixie Carr and it's rebranding from, you know, TNA to Impact and then from Impact to Global Force Wrestling and then back to Impact. And they're trying something different. And I even, you know, to think that, you know, WCW wasn't around for the same time that we look at TNA. You know, they've been going hard for, what, 18 years now. And WCW really didn't even get that far at all. You know, to produce some big things they were doing in the 90s and then to be over and done with in 2001. In this time period, you needed something to fill that void. You know, WWE was the main promotion. You know, Ring of Honor were doing their shows. They were just starting to do their iPad reviews that you could check out online. That's some big stars there. And I think TNA knew that, you know, by bringing in guys like Homicide and Senshi or Loki and Samoa Joe and Alex Shelley. And I would love to kind of cover those old time periods of Ring of Honor, and if Alan's keen to do it, you know, I'm happy to jump on fight and choose some good shows. If you guys know some stuff too, drop us a, you know, a DM or a tweet on Twitter. Let us know what Ring of Honor shows you might like or any shows you want us to cover. You can do so on our DMs, on our Twitter, at the broadcast, or an email, you know, broadcast2 at gmail.com. You're back, El. How are you going? Good. Nothing's really changed as much. We just had uh, Abyss nearly go through the wall, though, by Sting. Ooh. Now, Ron, the truth, can climb now, because, again, he had that first pinfall that happened at the start of the match. Yep. So we've had Ron, the truth, has pinned Jarrett. Christian has pinned Abyss. And Jeff Jarrett pinned Ron, the truth, Killings. And I think if he were to win this, he would become a two-time champion, I believe. I think that's something that people forget, too. Uh, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock one-on-one. Yeah, just, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just Ken Shamrock just outworked him. Clash of Styles with the axe kick. One, two, three. I remember this. I'll show you. I'll send you the video. When he won, he's standing there holding the belt, and he's he's looking at it thinking, hell the hell, I won I've just won the NWA World Heavyweight Titles. One of those moments to see him holding the belt, thinking, "What the hell? Like all the things in my career, <coughs> there I am, World Heavyweight Champion in this company." And then you know what? He's still going today too. I think he teamed up with McIntyre this week on Raw as well. Yeah. Also, do you know about McIntyre's time in TNA when he was there? No. Are you, are you serious? What? For real? No. He's a former World Champion he... in TNA. What? Yeah. He was oh, going yeah. by the name Drew Galloway was his old name. No. You serious, bro? For, All right. We're going to do, do some 2015, 2016, because that's when he was there. He was the champion. And get this right. You know, you know how recently, the, uh, you know, Backlash, we had. Yeah. Well, this was before that. Uh, no, after that, I mean. When we had Galloway and well, we had McIntyre Lashley, that just happened. They actually used to do Galloway Lashley. In TNA, that was a big feud there. They may have been a slammiversary one year. That's no. why when I think when I saw it promoted on WWE, I'm like, I've seen this before. TNA did it. What now? Watch this here. Watch Christian. He puts Jared in there, puts it upside down, and I'm thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? Watch this. Watch Christian. Steps in it, mm-hmm. but then tries to climb. Look, he's trying to climb. 
<laughs> but the the further you get up, Christian, your legs are going to split. How are you going <laughs> to see? It's different, but it's like how are you going to get all the way up there? Look, he can't reach. Because the higher reach. he got, his legs would end up just splitting. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, you look out. Oh, cruiserweight, two hundred five life. <laughs> He's out of the Royal Rumble. Oh my God. And to think, actually, Abyss was actually going to get brought into WWE. He was. Yeah. They wanted to do Abyss and Taker. Ugh. Do you remember ever hearing about nah. the issues that uh, Abyss and stuff caused at WWE when they were filming nah. one time? Nah. So TNA used to tape their shows at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, right? Yes. And when WWE were doing the Royal Rumble, remember when they were doing that whole 50s, what was it like, um... Remember that one where they're all sitting around the trash can, the wrestlers, they're all got their old wigs on, they've got the leather jackets, they're doing like a 50s greaser type thing. It was one of the rumbles that they did. I remember 2002. Yeah, it had like Kurt and Triple H and stuff, Eddie Guerrero. They were doing a copy of, uh, God, sorry, the Guys and Dolls or That's the... It. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was... No, Footloose it was kind Dolls. of thing. Footloose era kind of thing. No, nah, yeah. no, it was more old school than Footloose. Footloose, excuse my hiccups. But... um. Yeah, well, what ended up happening style. is WWE were taping those ads in Orlando, Florida, in the studios where TNA were doing their show. So what did BG, James, Abyss want to do? They rocked up there during the filming, bringing mm. cake and flowers and gifts to try and interrupt them doing the filming. Say, so, hey, welcome to our – we actually do a show here. Great to see you. And they taped it. TNA taped it on cameras. Oh, man. It and WWE said – WWE said if you actually – show any of this footage we will sue if you show our wrestlers on your product we didn't even know there was a camera so you guys snuck a camera in to film us if you show anything we'll release you and when abyss signed with wwe that was his concern like oh should i actually go there or what will happen when i go there because he was the guy that was with bg doing it black hole slam black hole slam um no referee Come slicky. Nothing better than slick Johnson. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Hello, Manscape. Give us a a um... uh, about Manscape. I'll give you an update. They're actually mm-hmm. expanding to Australia very soon. Uh, they emailed me back yesterday and they said that we're actually expanding soon. Can you drop us a message in about a month? Well, they better so... because my my nuts again, Harry. Quarantine <laughs> has not been nice to me. <laughs> Product placement, uh, Alan. <laughs> Al, please don't talk about that. That's gross. <laughs> gross. Where's Abyss going? Uh, uh, look, watch Abyss. The tables. Oh! <gasps> Abyss goes Holy crashing shit. through. Not Holy one, shit. not two, Holy but three shit. tables. Who's meant to be in the pod? Oh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett's meant to be in there, but he's yeah. on the side, though. He's not got Going in, pardon me. Look at this here, look. Now, what are they going to do? Because, again, Sting's not going into this match to want to win the championship. He wants to keep Jared out. And Christian's like, well, what are you doing? Get, well, are you with me or what? How are we doing this? Oh, here we go. Not selling, not selling. And you think, too, like you define their careers. You know, Sting within you know the late 2000s, world champion, you know, main evented multiple shows. Christian was just a tag team guy. You know, Christian and Edge. You know, the you know the five second pose. He never really had a big thing. 
And now we get it here. These two eras I, clashing. I like to think that Christian was, you know, was an itch in his old man's straws mm. when Sting was first winning the championship against Ric Flair. Yeah. That's why I like to think. No, you never thought. Well, because Sting first won the belt at, what, Great American Bash 1990. Um, yeah, well, that's, that was, what, how many years ago from that then? 10 plus 6, what, 16 30. years earlier. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So 16 years back from this, Christian would probably be like his teen years then when he won the world title. Look at Jarrett, look. No, Jarrett can climb, though. Yeah, I was going to say, he, oh. Jesus, oh. Yep, and Earl's dead. Earl's not breathing. Yeah, Earl's, um, <laughs> get Dave in there. Yeah, that ladder smashed. Whoa, look out. <gasps> Got the guitar. Look at Christian, though, on the back there. What's he going to do? Does that have baby powder inside of it? Guess no. not. No. <gasps> Scorpion, Scorpion death, death drop. drop. Now he can pin him, but he doesn't pin him though. Now watch this. What's Sting going to do? Will he touch? Oh. Yeah. Well, he hasn't got a pin yet. He oh, can't okay. climb yet. Okay. He says to him, "Take the belt. Take it. <gasps> I'll keep him here. So you go and retain your championship, and I'll keep Jared here." But watch this. Zabisco. <gasps> Zabisco with a low oh. blow. U.S.O.B. Yep. Zabisco. What was the show we covered? What Clash of Champions didn't we with Zabisco wrestling? Wasn't it against, uh, was it Regal? Yes. Yeah. Yes. For the TV title? Oh, sells well. Oh. Jeez. Whoa, oh. Zabisco. Whoa. Well done. Stroke. It's the stroke. No. Uh, Scorpion drop. death drop counter. We're in the final two minutes. I thought the clock we're in the final two minutes. Well, we have two minutes left, guys. We have two minutes left in the show. Still no ref, no. What happened to the other ref? Watch Sting here. I'll just use your arm, Austin style. One, two. Now Sting can climb. What was that? What was what? Dude Love versus Austin. Over the edge when he counted Vince's hand down. Mm-hmm. That's when Vince had that like ripped up referee shirt with no sleeves, just jacked up. I mean, very muscular. Look at Earl. Well, okay, climb up. Come on, Sting. This will be Sting's first time winning it in this era, too, and winning that version of the belt. Did Sting, did Sting ever win it? Hey, Al, you know what this match needs? It needs Whoa. a swirl. It needs a swirl. What do you reckon? Roll. Watch, watch, watch. Look. Roll. Earl Hebner <gasps> pushes the ladder over. Christian is over the top rope. Sting is down. Jarrett's got the belt. Look at the crowd. Screaming their heads off. Oh, you he says, so go, Jeff. Climb up, Jeff. Here we go, Al. Come no. on. No. No, it's I, the ball I, coming in. I made the joke about this. No. <gasps> They're throwing bottles at him. Jeff Jarrett gets the win. Oh, we no. We have a new NWA World Heavyweight Champ. Look at the bottle coming in. Look. Look at the fans. And look, Hebner bolts. Goes to Savisco. Let's get out of here. Yep, get him to limo. And look at the ring. Just look at it littered. Look at that. Just parading the ring with what bottles. No, no. Look I, I made a joke. I made a joke. I made yeah, a joke. Look. <gasps> so <Lady gasps> snatches the belt. I 
And they're screaming, who is the champ as the show is about to fade to black? Well. And there we go. The real champion is the one who makes my wife. No, <clears throat> no, no. Uh. <laughs> now, do you want to know what ended up happening after yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. So what they did, the next event <gasps> was Victory Road, and in the build-up to it, Vince, oh no, Vince, uh, Jim Cornette uh, actually said, "Look, you shouldn't be champion, Jeff. You shouldn't have won the way you did." It no. comes out that Jeff paid Earl Hebner, oh, and they worked with Zabisco to, so to do that. So what they did is next month they did a show called Victory Road, which was uh, Sting, Christian, Samoa Joe, and Scott Steiner. The winner of that match will get a title shot against Jeff Jarrett for the belt. So uh, Cornette tried to take the belt off him, but in the end, Jarrett was the champion. He did win the matchup. So there's nothing he could do. So he kept stacking it against him. So Victory Road happened the next month, and that's it, guys. That's our Slammiversary 2006. Any comments you want to say there, Al, about that one? Giving a clap there. Thomas, great yes. pick. Fantastic show. This is the second time, guys, <laughs> pardon me, that you and I have done a TNA show. I enjoyed that. Well done. Well, before we actually uh, do our announcement for our next month, here's a podcast that you guys should definitely check out. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week, and we make damn sure that there are a lot of get-show moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your t- wannabe telenovela actor-looking ass out here, that's what Get Show is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Show Podcast. Give us a try. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end of what has been a big episode. We're at, what, three hours and six minutes, Al, on the recording, Maris. OMG, guys. OMG. All right, Alan, are you ready for next month? Okay, now we were just in 2006, right? Mm-hmm. We're now going to go backwards. Ooh. We're not going to 2000. No. We're not going to 90. Oh. We're going to 1989, okay? One event that happened is an event that lots of people just to this day still talk about as one of the greatest matches between two at that time period, okay? We're going to go back to the NWA. We're going to go NWA. WCW, The Great American Bash, 1989, Ric Flair and Terry Funk for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Now, this is stemming from the Clash of Champions. So we had Flair had actually got pole-driven by Terry Funk on a table that didn't break, and he suffered a neck injury. Yeah. And he was gone. Yeah. And now we're <laughs> going to get them facing off, I mean. actually, for the NWA title. So this took place on July 23rd, 1989. It also had what Luger and Steamboat faced off, and also the War Games. We actually had a match, which was the Road Warriors, the Midnight Express, 
and Dr. Death Steve Williams <laughs> took on the fabulous Freebirds and the Samoan SWAT team. Okay? Uh, it's going to be a good show. I watched this the other day, and it's a fantastic event. And I think this was actually covered a year ago by What Happens When, when they covered it in one of their old shows, in their tapes. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Guys, your boy right here, Alan, is looking forward to this one, guys. Bring it on. Holy shit. Yes, and this actually please. stems back from a photo I sent you probably about oh, five months ago of a really shredded, ripped up Terry Funk. And I'm like, you know, with Gary Hart. I'm like, look at Terry, how ripped he looks. I'm like, holy shit. And he said, what event was that? And I said, that was Great, Great American Bash 1989, Flair versus Terry. And this is that time period, though, when Rick was a face. Yes. And, and Rick didn't want to be a face. He wanted to be. No. So we're going to do this one, guys. Yes. Uh, as I said, this took place on July 23rd, 1989 in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, we'll be doing this show possibly the second week of July. We have another show planned for the end of that month, but I'll announce that after we do that July show. Uh, also on the card, Sting and the Great Muter for yes. the NWA TV title. Oh, my God, I forgot about also, that Also, yes. Jim Cornette and Paulie Dennis in a tuxedo matchup on the card. <laughs> so it's a nine-match card, guys. Um, we get the two-ring the, the, the two King of the Hill Battle Royal as well, uh, which had, what, Sid Vicious and Dan Spivey, Callum Sullivan, Rick Steiner, Ron Simmons was in that one too. Thomas! It's going to be a very good card. Yeah. Thomas! You have picked the best card. Oh my god. Oh. And with yes. that said, one more podcast shout out. Check these guys out. Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the Movie Journey Podcast. Where we break down every movie from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. We're also home of the Pod V Pod, where we battle other podcasters in various movie games and drafts. We also do reviews of new releases, film tournaments, top five lists, and talk about everything else we've watched as well. We used to be the IMDb Journey Podcast, but since then, we've grown and matured with age. Yeah, if you don't believe us, why don't you listen to some more Genuine Testimonies? Oh, hey guys, I uh, I used to like the IMDb Journey podcast, but since then I've found something even better. It's the Movie Journey podcast. Oi, bro, I know I said the IMDb Journey podcast was a good show, but the Movie Journey podcast is so much better. Absolutely for sure, yeah. You know, I used to think that nothing could be funnier than IMDb Journey, but I've now found my joy in Movie Journey podcast. The IMDb Journey podcast is nothing compared to the Movie Journey podcast. Absolutely love this podcast. <laughs> oh, amazing oh, testimonies once again. Absolutely legit and real. Of course. And if you still don't believe those testimonies, go ahead and check out the show for yourself by searching for the Movie Journey podcast. You can find us on all your favourite platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and Podbean. So come along and join our journey. All right, guys, we're back, and Alan's still breathing. He's nearly dead, but he's breathing. I had to get some <laughs> blood into my veins. Guys, can you believe what we've got coming towards you very, very soon? Any closing comments, Alan? Any closing comments before we finish up this one? 
guys, shout out to Tom TBK to getting this all organized, but to get a TNA show on the TBK podcast, what? We only did one. Now we have two. Shout out to you, sir. Looking forward to our next show. Guys, I am super, super, super excited for our next show. Thumbs up, guys. Thumbs up. So, guys, that'll be episode number 66 and Wrestling Companion 44, NWA, WCW, The Great American Bash, 1989. In regards to our show, you can download all shows on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, CastBox, Castro, a range of different podcast apps. Check us out directly on Twitter at The Brocast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also on Instagram at The Brocast Podcast. Uh, Alan, you reckon it's time to finish up? Yes, but um, when the time comes, when your boy Alan here is on the Twitch, Thomas, I would like to send you a link and then yep. share it out. Guys, get ready because I just picked up at this very moment, this very moment, The Last of Us Ooh. Part 2. Shit, that's good. That's very good. So, when you guys are ready, when I am ready, I'm going to release that on my Twitch. So, get ready to follow. Yes. Yes, Tom. Say it one more time. Do it, bro. Do it, bro. Do it. Do it, bro. Do it, bro. No, no. Go deeper. Go deeper. Do it, bro. Do it, bro. Do it, bro. Get ready, guys, because you can watch your boy right here playing it for you guys right here. Get ready, guys. Follow me on Alan TBK, Alan Ross TBK84. I, I, I can't even remember my own Twitter. But, yes, I am looking for great show. Great show right here, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm talking a lot, but thank you right here. We are 65. 65 yeah. episodes. Into yep. an episode, into a, a, a show that back in the day when you and I left a a funeral blessing to end up. But, but hey, we did a show together. It was beautiful. Thank you very much. Get ready for the next, next show, guys. It's going to be great. So, guys, RogueEnergy.com, 2702, yes. 10% off all purchases. What else? Luxy.com. Bro 24-7, get you 15% off purchases. What else? use Bro 24-7 and get 10% off all purchases. And as I say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all. Good night. Loki.
podcast that prepares you for the end of the world? Apocalypse Now is the one for you. Hi, I'm Joanna Van Thine, actor, comedian, and filmmaker. Apocalypse Now is a podcast that asks if we are living at the beginning of the end. Join me every week as I talk with interesting people and decide if we're all doomed. <laughs> Listen wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Brought to you by WannaRub.